The game never feels the need to Pick record. Patty cake, patty cake, shit. Give a dog a bone. Good job. You <laughs> remember nursery rhymes poorly. I didn't. Like, I, really, I really didn't remember any of it. Is that, is that one of your, your one skill? Do you put that on your resume? Patty cake, patty cake, twinkle star. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Anyway, we were just yelling about Zero Escape again. We spoiled we, literally we do, the entire game. We, so do, it, we do a lot of that off camera all the time. We have very long conversations about Zero Escape, just trying to unpack this this shit. And uh, there's a level wow. of uh, there's but we're a, not here to talk about that today. No, there's a level we're of decompression that's necessary for Zero yeah, Escape, but it doesn't actually work. Yeah, if you think we talk about the game a lot while we're playing it, we talk about it even more while we're not playing it, just to try to decompress and process. And it's part of the reason. It, 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 ah. I would uh, genuinely love to do an interview uh, with the guy who made Zero Escape and ask him every question I, I have. Mean, you because know what's going to have to happen, right? What? When we finish the second Zero Escape game, we're going to have to do like a Zero Escape non-array game spoiler cast. Where we just, <laughs> we try to combine. We just talk about both games for a while because we'll need to for therapy reasons. You know what the unfortunate side effect of that is? Then we'll have is, to sit on that and not is, air it for months while we wait for Zero Escape to finish airing. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we have to record it when it's freshly recorded. But then there's like the next thing of like then the, but then everyone will be responding to that one and then we'll have to do like a response video spoiler cast about all the comments where we argue with all the comments which I'm actually kind of excited about the idea. I, I think the worst part though is that by creating that entire video that you've come up with, we uh, will be basically the first people to do an in-depth analysis of Zero Escape because not a single human on earth wishes to touch it. That's like the inevitable thing, right? We have to do a we have to do a fresh spoiler cast when we finish the game. With all of our shit, then wait for it all to finish airing, and then air that, and then do a, a whole spoiler cast of arguing with the people's comments that respond. Yeah. Which, frankly, arguing with Zero Escape fans is one of the funnest things because they're broken. <laughs> they're it's broken. They're people. not. Bro- but the difference is they're not broken in the same way that <laughs> they're all uh, they're all broken in different reasons. Yeah, they're not broken the same way Sonic fans are, which all oh, of them no. just have this allegiance that like Sonic is good. No. but everyone for Zero Escape is like Zero, Zero Escape's Escape- good because of this, and you're like, that's not in the game. Zero like well, like Zero Escape's at least complicated enough that they can like have detailed reasons well, whereas yeah. sonic it's just like it's part of my childhood and i made uh jacob the hedgehog and a jacob the tails <laughs> Tail, jacob the tails t- jacob miles per hour <laughs> and like and like all these like basic like like baby's first personas like my little pony fans yeah. and like it's all like part of their identity and they they feel personally judged which happens in every fandom, but in those ones, they literally made identities. <laughs> Where people don't usually make their... I hope they don't make their Zero Escape OC that's just doomed to suffer and die 20 times so they can live in one universe and be a generic anime character. Well, and the worst part is is that they can live in this generic universe, and they'll ne- uh, you'll never know what happens to them because no. Zero Escape doesn't care about its characters. So the moment they're off screen, like, is Lotus still alive? I, I named my character Dr. Schrodinger. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, be arguing with Zero Escape fans is really fun because whenever we say anything about the game, they're like, no, idiot, this is what's happening in the game, and that's what that means, and this is how that mechanic works the morphogenic fields, and this is what the 999 ending means. No, they go on this big rant, and then the other no, idiot comment next to them in the same comment section says completely different things about all those things. Yeah. Like, they're so confident about how Zero Escape works as a universe, but none of them have talked to each other <laughs> to realize that none of them agree on how the universe works. Because us being negative about the game is the first time they've ever had to re- witness somebody else's opinion about the game that wasn't just vaguely glowing. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the best writing ever, and it's so genius, and he's a hero. Well, I they think... they don't say anything specific. Yeah. So, like, the moment we challenge it, they have to, like... 
defend it and say all their really specific things that they think is what's happening in the story. But then all the other people that say that shit also don't agree with them about that shit. But they're not looking at each other's comments to notice yeah. that they're all saying completely different shit about the universe. Yeah, that's the I I think the the only hard part I struggle with is that people will argue and complain that like because we didn't play we like if we do a spoiler cast because we haven't played Zero Time Dilemma it's like we can't talk about it because we don't know the full that's, story. That's the thing that always but, happens, right? Is but that like, people the entire time you complain about ending in nine nine nine, all of it's invalid because some of it might be contradicted by the ending. Yes, but like, what are you supposed to talk about during like the fifty hours of talking you're supposed to do? Like, you're not. You're it's, like, it's not a mystery, so huh, don't that try was to a solve bit it. Odd, but maybe the ending will explain it, and I'll totally remember all these details then. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember I all of them because I'm so salty and I'm waiting for the answer. Like the cognitive they're fucking all, robot. You're saying they've all crystallized in your salt. Yes. <laughs> I, I, if there's no explanation for why no one else talks uh, about the Cogni robot in all of Virtue's <laughs> Last Reward, the game is unplayable. It is an unplayable for mess. For me, the giant thing I'm waiting for the whole game is just like, without, without get, saying any specific spoilers, it's just that like, eventually, at the end of 999, you get an explanation for why that game was happening. And it's, it's, it's twofold. You have like, yeah. Cause it's kind of two bad guys in the, uh, like, I don't mean like the, by which I mean two divergent factions yes. involved in Nonary games. There's clearly a resistance in 999. There's yeah. two Nonary games in its narrative, one in the past and one is the one you're playing, and they both have an explanation. Yeah, and they're both really dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. But okay. at least on at least I know why the Nonary game is happening. Yes. But they're both really dumb. Like they're super dumb. I'm just really I can't wait to see the explanation for this one. I and see if it's like is it even dumber? That's the thing. Because like cause, I, I don't you know, think this the one problem can with possibly. This one, the problem with this one is it has the sequel baggage. Yeah. So, like, it's got, like, the... It's kind of like how Jigsaw, like, at one point, he's like, I put you in this because you were, like, abused your wife or whatever the fuck dumb reason. And, like, he had, like, people that he thought didn't respect their lives enough and then put them in a death game to make them appreciate their life or something was, like, the dumb, impossible, stupid logic that Jigsaw had. Yeah. But then every subsequent movie, it got more convoluted and more nonsensical, and his reasoning became even less reasonable. Didn't he, like, literally and put someone in one of the death chambers for smoking cigarettes? Basically. Where he was like, you don't at, you yeah, smoke cigarettes, some, you don't appreciate your lungs, you're gonna die. Some like, point, what? The, at some point, he doesn't even ha- match his own original logic that, that didn't work to begin with, because you have the sequel baggage. So, yeah. like, the idea that there's a second nunnery game, video game, that's even longer than the first one, which also itself was... Uh, was two micro stories about two different Nonary games. Yeah. This, like, the idea that this one's going to, like, concretely put piece together why it's, it was happening and stuff like that is, like, I, I, I can't wait to see the explanation. Well, for me... it doesn't just have to explain why they're on the death game. It has to explain why the puzzle rooms exist. Yeah. Because, like, the puzzle rooms had a reason for existing only in the first Nonary game that happens nine years before the first game. Yeah. Like, the, the puzzles have only existed for a reason in a Nonary game we never played. And yes. they, exi- they did not exist for a reason in the game we played. And I'm fully prepared for them to make no sense in this game, too. The third Nunnery game, or fourth one, technically, or something like that. Yeah. Like, Wait, you're, you're, I just realized, yeah, that is weird that we went through 999. And none of the puzzles needed to happen. But, well, none of the puzzles need... No, the puzzles... Every puzzle chamber was there for the dumb spoiler reason I've given, the recursive logic. Well, But they didn't uh, yeah. serve a purpose in but, universe. But I'm saying the idea is, in, in theory, the puzzles exist because it's just a transplanted... They just took the facility yeah, and reused it. Yeah, it's just from the yeah. previous one. But, like, but the problem is, is that the whole premise of that facility was that there's two people and they need to work together to solve the escape rooms, <laughs> but we don't need that. 
We just, as Junpei, come as an omni, uh, like we, omnipotent we gotta, we gotta deity. Because we're gonna go fo- so far into spoilers, and it just enjoy well, the series, everybody. Yeah, but yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't. I'm just because we're close now. We're almost done. Like you guys are far off because <laughs> it's airing in the past and everything. But like we're getting close to the conclusion of Zero Escape, and I'm just like, I want to hear the dumb reason. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've been waiting for three months to hear the dumb reason, and it's not going to be good enough. It can't be. I... <laughs> Nothing could justify the last three months of our life of playing this game. My my one trigger is going to be based on who Zero is. Because we have the general idea of who we think it is, but if if it turns out that our assumption is wrong and Zero is completely not who we think it is and it is like the and it, it is the most ridiculous I can't wait like i, can't. I it's gonna be seito kaiba <laughs> zero is seito kaiba this was all his plan to get the, the to get the dark dark magician from yuki 30 years ago <laughs> kaiba did he even want the dark magician what was he what did he want <laughs> he wanted exodia i think I, i'm just i'm just thinking no of, yeah uh, he wanted exodia i'm just thinking of team rocket so i'm like yeah. he wanted pokemon what what was his pokemon Kuribo. that was his pikachu was 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 Kuribo. yeah i think but you know what okay this is irrelevant but like the one thing <laughs> that pisses, all the one thing that pisses me off about uh, kubo or Kuribo, uh, Kuribo, whatever or Ka- no kaibo or kaido uh, Saito kaiba? yeah kaiba um the thing that pissed me off about kaiba the fucking asshole owns the Yu-Gi-Oh company <laughs> and he's like deme- he like goes he literally goes to Yugi's Excuse grandpa's me, shop it's called Duel Monsters he go- he owns the company it'd be really confusing if it was named after the protagonist in universe <laughs> he, <laughs> like we're big fans Yugi or it's like just a coincidence he's named after that he has the same name as the entire card gaming place that's a really crappy parent but uh <laughs> it's like naming your kid I like that they couldn't come up with a good name for it in universe what, they, besides Duel Monsters? You'd never call it Duel Monsters in real life because it'd be the dumbest name. It's so yeah. boring. But in-universe, they couldn't come up with a cooler name than Duel Monsters for their anime. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's not the real name. Fuck it. It's Duel Monsters. And the I, real reason is because it was one throwaway episode in the original manga. Yeah. That was just which was not relevant. Yeah, which was not. It was relevant. a random card game once in an episode, and then they moved on from it to other death games. Yeah. But then they're like, people really like that card game, and we can merchandise that forever. So let's make that the entire show now, and then make several other shows where the hair keeps getting exponentially more ridiculous. Every generation, the hair gets better. The uh, well, the thing, the the thing that bothered always bothered me was that the guy he owns the goddamn Wizards of the Coast trading card company, more or yeah. less, but. He literally sends somebody, like he sends an agent to Yugi's grandpa to steal like to, a rare card. To like, yeah, to literally yeah. kill Yugi's grandpa and steal a it's card. All a poorly thought out plot of a one off like twenty page manga. Yeah, but like, but the whole time Yugi's sitting there fighting him, and I'm like, can't you just print his cards? Yes. You literally own like not only do you own the company, you bought an island and, and had the, people come to this island on a private all, yacht. It's all so because that, it's a relic of the previous <laughs> manga where. Just a hilariously evil person would come out of nowhere. Yeah. And somehow a life threatening situation. Oh, they're situation great. I love those up. people. For those that haven't, I think we recommend this yeah. multiple times now. If you haven't done it, read the original Yu Gi Oh! manga. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's 
baffling. Yeah, you. They'll uh, just get into like the middle of a deadly situation at like a diner, and I'm like, why is this happening? And how did you think of a death game that fast? <laughs> well, it wasn't him. Remember, the Pharaoh's the one who does the death games. Like, yeah, like that's his whole. Like, there's a but like the, I think he like covers this guy in like flammable alcohol and balances a lighter on his hand. Yeah, while the guy's like while the guy is like pointing a gun at him. It's like if you shoot me, you're gonna drop the lighter and burn to death. And I'm like, what is happening? I yeah. don't even remember how we got here, and it was five it, pages ago. It was. It was basically. I remember it was Yugi and the girl <laughs> having like having a date basically at the diner because Yugi's like, oh, I hope the girl likes me, and uh, and this guy shows up and he's like, I'm gonna steal your girl, and he's like, don't steal my girl, and he's like, I have a gun and I'm just going to steal your girl, and it was like, well, this escalated quickly, and like then then like Yugi kind of runs away and the guy's sitting there with the girl like being creepy and then yugi comes back as an adult he's like how about we play a game and he like spills yeah he just spills alcohol on the guy because yeah. the guy orders beer and so he spills beer on the guy and the guy's like oh, what the fuck i'll shoot you and he's like i have a zippo and he just yeah. like lights it drops it on the guy's gun as he's pointing the gun at yugi and he's like if you shoot me you'll burn and the guy just yeah. sits there and looks at him and he's like doesn't think for a second to use his other hand to no, like no, take the just, lighter off. Like, yeah. the, one of the most hilariously contrived ones I ever saw was that there was I think I think what was happening is some thug was trying to stab Yugi on like one of those like slanted roofs. Yes, the one that's like metal with like the grooves that go basically off, like, like a everything. church roof. Uh, more like like a a warehouse roof. I thought it, it was I like thought, a warehouse roof. Was it? I thought they were climbing. It was like, like one of those a... metal roofs that's like grooved. Okay. The grooves are pointing down towards the ground. Yeah. So it's like a shop roof that's slanted. And it was by the ocean. Yeah. And what happened is this guy's trying to stab Yugi, if I remember correctly. And Yugi's just running from him with like an open gasoline container. <laughs> and he's just drawing lines everywhere. And it, and the grand reveal is he made a maze. And so he lures the guy to the beginning of the maze, then lights the maze on fire. <laughs> yeah. Then the guy has to navigate the maze in order to jump into the ocean to not die. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, this is the show. This is what became the stupid card game show. I love that's you, like, I Can I whip Jane? I have an offensive New York accent or whatever the fuck's happening. Joey? Yeah. With the impossible Pompadour and Bandit Keith is a real character name. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. That's original. why the anime's first episode had to censor a dead body out of it. Yeah. Because there was a dead guy on the floor because a, a guy died in Grandpa's card shop. Yeah, Yugi's in the Grandpa. Anime, they just like airbrushed it out. Yeah. And well, no. Like looking shocked at an empty room. When it was brought over to the States, it was done by four kids. And yeah. four kids was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because whoa. it was being aired for like 10 year olds. Yes. And they didn't want to show like a murdered body in the first episode of the show that will never have that stuff ever again. It does. Oh right, because that, that Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, Yu in Japan is brutal I gotta, as fuck. I, I just remembered, yeah, the other the other thing that like is a grand reveal for a lot of Americans that grew up watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and shit that they don't know about is that and I didn't know this for a long time, yeah. is that the Shadow Realm was made up by four kids. Yes, it was. There was no Shadow Realm. No. <laughs> this thing where they banish people to the Shadow Realm. Which is dark as shit and scary already. It sounds kind of, it, yeah. It sounds like you literally rip their soul out of their body and send it to, like, a private hell dimension. So it's really yeah. not that censored to begin uh, with. I but think, that literally yeah. is, like, dubbed in fake dialogue that they just added to the American version of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. And otherwise didn't change anything, I think. No. The reason they, I think all these people just die or they something, do. right? Like yeah, they kill them. them. Yeah. yeah, he literally just kills losers of a card game. Yeah. 
Because it's all death games. Yeah. Because that was the origin of the manga. <laughs> yeah. It's all like a weird version of Death Note where you play a card, you play solitaire, and if you lose, you you just die of a heart yeah. attack. <laughs> but there's it, like I bet it's the Shadow Realm, and then like a, the screen shatters. I think it's, was what happened. Yeah. It it's weird. The well, it does like the like still frame screen crack and then shatters and then yeah. someone goes like oh, oh, oh which is literally them getting oh, shot oh, oh, oh. uh <laughs> like they're, they're dying in street fighter yeah but the yeah the, the the problem is like in uh for american audiences we always yeah we always went with the assumption that it was the bright colored rose silly goofiness of Yu-Gi-Oh! but like japan got this very dark uh children's card game what what's weird is i don't think that much of it was changed a lot of it was changed. I don't know if that much was. There was, was a, it? well, there was a, there was a feel, lot of, uh, I feel like that one change recontextualizes it really heavily and they kind of stuck with that. No, uh, there's a lot of scenes that were in, that got cut out. Uh, a lot of them were a handful of either too violent, too perverted, or, uh, or a combination just of the weird both. moments, like in Pokemon where Jesse, uh, James just has boobs for a while and you're like, what? Well, they're in, like, yeah, they're like inflatable boobs. The, <laughs> Yeah, it's just the there. There was a lot of weird, uh, weird stuff about Yu-Gi-Oh that just kind of never gets talked about. And then subsequently, after Yu-Gi-Oh existed, like after Yu-Gi-Oh finished, yeah, it became so popular that Japan itself altered and was like, "We need to be like kid friendly. We can't have these like dying." It's things. like that thing where there's some weird show about a super squad and a princess that fights a weird monster and shit like that in Japan. And it's not that popular in Japan, but it's real popular when they replace it with American teenagers in America. And so suddenly like the American show is commissioning the Japanese show to make more seasons because they keep, because they need the source material for all the fight scenes. So like there was that weird thing where power Rangers, Rangers, yeah, yeah. that that was power Rangers was that it's real. It's a real trip to watch an episode of Power Rangers, then watch the same episode of the Japanese show, which is that all the fight scenes with the Power Rangers and like the kaiju and shit, both versions exactly of those the are exactly the exactly same. Exactly the same. But inst- but the weird jarring tone shift to like all the high school kids, then like Bulk and Skull and all this nonsense yeah. is instead like a weird thing with like like a child princess and other stuff going on and it all look it all matches the aesthetic of like the kaiju fight yeah. things and it's just they just paced over those with a different with, like really hip 90s california kids <laughs> it's like, it's a real weird trip it's it's it, like the, it's yeah. like the difference between like power rangers and like never-ending story or something like uh, it's just a different show and i would i i would genuinely recommend watching uh some like a, a season of a sentai show because it is just to see how weird it is i want uh, i would recommend kikaider 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 uh is just abysmally funny um there's it's a really weird yeah that's a we- it's it's abysmal and i'm not making things up it is abysmally funny where like there's literally a scene where they uh where they have an like kind of like an explosion or something and you can literally just see someone taking a handful of like and like, like throwing it yeah and throwing uh. it but it's it's a handful of just like shit that they had to replace a broken set like it's just uh it's uh like a like a handful of weird supplies yeah well it's it's like like uh, dirt or something no like one of them was a a wall of the the what's it called the faceplate for a wall a wall switch like a a light switch (laughs) just just thrown in there a handful of screws just random sets like behind the scenes debris it's like basically they called the like they called the maintenance guy and they're like 
do we have any kind of like material we can use? And he's like, I got a bucket of repair parts. And they're like, good. And he just, they just throw it. And it's so funny because he like, he's busting through a wall and you just see like the, the faceplate for a light switch just, and you're like, wait, wait, did he actually just tear a light switch out? Like that's <laughs> like, he just broke an electric, like electrical line. Is that okay? But it, they're great. I guess it wasn't connected. And, and the costume for Kikaider, cause he's like a cyborg man. Mm-hmm. So they have to put him in a costume where he changes from human form to cyborg form, and it's it's great because they put a, a like they put this suit on him, and the suit has tin foil on one side to look like a robot brain, and so he has like tin foil inside of like a clear case, but you can tell it's above his head so that it does it they can't just cut oh, his head no. off. It's Sentai shows are the greatest because they are so low budget and they are so they're meant to impress like five year olds. Yeah, they're like, for just nobody. Yeah. And it, but that's but it's the like, one thing that's that's driven home when I play Tokyo Mirage sessions is that one of the interests your friend has is that he wants to be a Sentai actor and yeah. he's like auditioning on like stage play versions of it. Yeah, where like a bunch of children will watch and everything, and he's trying to audition there and like oh the guy that plays the the real guy is going to be here and oh they're going to pick the new a new villain and shit like that and it's like. Even in the video game, like, it's the dumbest shit production where, like, yeah. it's, like, a bunch of striking poses and, like, shit kind of falling over and, like, it, does, it all looks oh, super yeah. awkward uh, and cheap. If you ever see it in anime, because they'll, they'll always reference it in anime, it's always, yeah. uh, and I think me and, uh, when we went to Japan, we, did, we didn't see, uh, we saw a Sentai show. But it wasn't like the generic one where it's, like, pe- like four people in colored costumes, whatever. Yeah. It was a... <laughs> Is even worse. It was the mascot for uh, like the district. No, for the mall. Oh, uh, you have mascots for everything. Yeah, there, even not, the mall has a mascot. The, multiple stores in the mall have mascots. Were they? Were they and they all they were all sentying together to fight against high prices. And they, <laughs> it was, it no. Was, it was, That's one of those moments where you get the the rare experience with Joe, where he goes. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> actually joe was clapping hilariously because it it was basically like four giant like anthropomorphized store mascots more or less and they're just punching the yen or the the japanese yen sign because it's just beating prices down <laughs> and, <laughs> and there's kids just sitting there like go go kind of like this is a weird level of capitalism even America couldn't pull off. Like, there's that's kids. A, that's a weird thing when you get the, you can manage to get the children to, like, cheer. Yeah, could you imagine if you had a Sentai group of, a like... sale on the money system they don't even, like, get involved in? Yeah. It's still too but, young of children. But imagine if you had, like, like the 7-Up guy, a Coca-Cola symbol. Cool spot. Yeah, cool <laughs> spot. You had the Chester the Cheeto, you had the Pringles guy, and you had uh, some other mascot, the Rice Krispie kids, and they're fighting money they're like fighting american it's, it's dollars becoming like food fight yeah but then you have kids saying they're going like yeah those stores are taking My prices hero. down i want to be cool spot when i grow up right and you, you have to look at that and go like this is like this is weird you can't do this like but uh, japan like japan is weird because they have a lot of progressive stuff in some categories but when it comes to children children are just Literally when we were growing up, the marketing strategy was just to be unreasonably hype about something. Yes. Like, build a, like, 
fucking hype ass shit 80s heavy metal theme for your dumb toy yeah and you have, that's where you have like crossfire and rock'em sock'em and shit like that <laughs> like I fuck, it, fucking, well, you'll get up you'll get caught up in the crossfire and it's like oh my god this is so i want this song and i want everything about this and if i get this toy it'll change my life <laughs> i mean uh the best example of this is pokemon the yeah. the theme song for the Pokemon, theme for Pokemon is like the the antithesis of us of us as America. That's the opposite like, of how most anime themes d- get happen when yes. they when they become an, when they get the American version. They never turn out like Pokemon. No. <laughs> and I think that's just like yo ho ho get a bite of, <laughs> take a bite of gum gum. I think the problem with Pokemon is that Pokemon was a culmination of or shaman of like, king like pokemon was a culmination of all of capitalistic animation america coming together and being like we can it was create. A, it was a cross-media empire yes coming to america and and they just came and they were like we're going to make this the best make sure you get the toys and the video game and the dvd and the card game and the collectible mcdonald's meals look, if you look at it if you want to look at it in a, in a more scary sense i had the mcdonald's thing where it was i think it was from mcdonald's where you got like a a nope. Pokemon uh, Burger that would King. open up and it had like a gold Burger King. thing inside it. It's like that. I have all of them. I was so hyped about those things for yeah. some reason. Uh, because it's... Pokemon the first movie came out. So they were doing a promotion <sighs> at Burger King where you go get them. And one of them was. Uh... Oh, my God. Is that why I liked Burger King more? Yeah, it probably was why as a kid. I liked Burger King more, which I haven't even been to a Burger King in like 15 years. because I've never enjoyed it <laughs> ever since I was old enough to think about enjoying anything. Yeah. Like I was like. Isn't Burger King just kind of awful? It is. It's terrible. Like, like just way worse. Meanwhile, as a kid, I was just eating chicken tenders all the time anyway, so it didn't fucking matter which one we went to. And, and I was at the McDonald's ones were weird. Yeah, they because like well, the McDonald's Carl's Jr. Were... and Burger King and everything were all the same like weird breaded orange colored things. Yeah, the chicken nuggets Mystery that are like meat. the super the super breaded children's chicken nuggets. Yeah, but McDonald's had like weird flaky pale chicken stuff. And it and it worried me, and I didn't know what it was when I was a kid. Yeah. so I didn't want to go there. <laughs> That's understandable. That's probably a good choice. The uh, yeah, no, that was uh, and and if you think about it in a in some capacity, Pokemon is, I would almost argue the most successful uh merchandising product that's ever existed. Like people like to claim that Star Wars is, but Pokemon. You have to imagine I mean, Star Wars probably is. No, Pokemon Star has Wars more. So big. Pokemon has more products than Star Wars could ever hope to achieve. Not only you mean just because of the number of Pokemon or something. No, I don't know if the, the uh, quantity matters the, necessarily. No, I mean in terms of how many different products there are, Pokemon has an immense amount, and that I'm counting first generation only. Just the first 150. Pokemon itself, as a, even as, then, you have like a question of like quantity, though. No, but look like at how much they're bought. Look at it this way: on the on the show for Pokemon, like just Pokemon as a show, mm-hmm. you could get Pokemon on almost as equal or about as equally the same amount of devices that you could for Star Wars. Sure, because you could get Pokemon not only on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, but you could also get it on uh game Bo- uh, game gear cartridges you can get on game boy color cartridges yeah um you can... i don't think that the quantity of available platforms equates to being a larger no no product though. i'm saying i meant more in just that's just the distribution of the show yeah then you come into the terms of product you have every single pokemon has a plush you can get of it that's 150 plushes every uh not only that but then you get unique special plushes like pikachu one but only Pika- but ash's pikachu because it has ash's pikachu hat then you have like 
like mm-hmm. specific uh like squirtle which has the sunglasses you have the uh may i like, direct you to jenny nicholson's video about porgs no i'm aware fuck but, man there was like 30 types of porgs yeah but, but <laughs> and it's just the porg well the thing that's one creature yeah, well, and there was 30 different products at, for the one look at pikachu one, one thing i guarantee you there's over at least 200 different type of pikachu plushes you can buy probably but that was literally just the porgs yeah not even like any of the prominent things but it's just pikachu <laughs> one pokemon from Pikachu's generation the one. most prominent thing in the history of pokemon no, it's literally the it, most merchandisable element of Pokemon is Pikachu, and he's not. That's a, why, and he's he, not a starter Pokemon. Even as early as Gen One, they made a Pikachu specific game just because he was so popular. They didn't make that he until he became a starter Pokemon. He no, he he yeah, he became a starter Pokemon after the uh, anime took off. Exactly, but I'm saying in the beginning, he's not even he wasn't even that relevant. Yeah, so when, that's my point. Yeah. That's but, my point. He Pikachu's was just a still... random one, but people latched onto him so strongly that he became like the mascot for the entire franchise, and that never stopped. No. So that's why that, that's why there's so much Pikachu. Yeah. Whereas Porg is one creature in one movie. Well, that's and I there's mean, like fifty of them. To some capacity, that's Disney too. Like Disney is not. No, I'm I'm, I'm using your metric. for yeah, Talking no. about this stuff, and I'm like I'm like if we're just gonna talk about how many products there are, there's an impossible number of Porgs. It's horrifying. And that's yeah. just the porgs, let alone all the actual things people want toys of. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, but I, 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 I don't I know. Feel like you, because it's almost impossible. Like, this is something you cannot know the metrics of without literally being a, like a distributor or something yeah. and having stats. It's just going to be like a feeling. I have that's like that's not you can't really well, argue that. True. But I think I, the difference I, is I really think that like there, there's probably a peak in Gen 1 where like Pokemon was so massive for a bit that it probably overtook Star Wars for a bit, especially since there wasn't any Star Wars. But I would say that for most of the time since then, I think Star Wars has probably just always been a bigger IP all the time. Really? Yeah. I feel like Pokemon is like like universally or like globally. I mean, even on a raw level, I think that the Star Wars movie that comes out and a Pokemon game that comes out the same year, the Star Wars movie makes more money. Does it? Like we're that, talking like Force that, Awakened think... versus like Hawaii Pokemon, I think was the applicable Pokemon. Aloha. Like I think I think Force Awakened probably made more money than the Hawaii Pokemon's, even Let's though there, even though there's two of them and they try to get you to buy both of them, and then all the merchandise and stuff like that. Let alone like the horrifying amount of merchandise of each. Like I don't really encounter Pokemon in stores anymore, whereas every random store I ever walk into is full of Star Wars. Like the fucking checkout aisle of every store just has well, weird Star Wars shit there that's irrelevant to everything, but it's all more Star Wars merchandise. You get Star Wars coffee. Do you get Pokemon coffee that often? Is the when you go to the Pokemon when you go to the coffee aisle? Do you find like Pokemon in there next to the uh, Star Wars in America? No, fucking Star Wars is fucking everything. I mean, and America counts for more to an extent because there's three times as many people as there is in Japan. Yeah, but so, like it's a bigger market to begin with, and Star Wars is real big. But this is literally like unverifiable without like intense amounts of research that's beyond the scope of our podcast. Let's see. So I don't know oh, how we much. Fucked up. We wasted the, the first twenty five percent already. <laughs> Did we? Damn it! Oh, damn you, small talk. Hold on. Where is what? Uh, also, by the way, I was, I was talking. I was talking. Not last Jedi. I said Force Awakens. Oh, Force Awakens. Because that's that's. I think that's the same year as Pokemon. I don't remember what year that came out. The one that I couldn't. Everyone's like, "Were well, you gonna play this Pokemon?" I'm like, "I usually don't, but that one looks even more patronizing, and it I was. can't deal with it." And you look, you were not happy with that game. I was and not. Even Game Grumps, they tried that, and they're like, they gave up in like half an hour. I'm like, "This is awful." It's it was a bad. <laughs> uh, 
I talked to Marty again about our conversation from last podcast. Okay, with, well, that's like, a little... With, okay, with, with, a... with Blizzard and all that. Obviously, profit-wise is going to be a little bit off. God damn it, stop. What are you talking about? Um, Because... Uh, uh, well, I looked I up know. how much like how how much money Pokemon Aloha made. Does Do Pokemon games even make a billion dollars? Well, like when they make a new Pokemon game, does it make a billion dollars? No. Because movies usually make like a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, Force Awakens uh, made $780 million. Is that just domestically? Um, No. That sounds like not... I'm pretty sure the movie broke a billion. I don't think it broke a billion. I think it did. Uh, Let me find... This is literally the most uninteresting thing to do a podcast on. But Pokemon Aloha sold 7.5 million uh, units. Mm -hmm. Which isn't really useful to some capacity because you have to convert units to uh figure like, out that math yeah you have to figure out the math figure out that math. so it had to what do prices like, were they and all that well it's a nintendo game so it's 40 dollars for yeah. a ds game so, right because ds games don't sell for 60 right? no anyway I, I talked to marty about the whole yes we we're talking about the, the thing from last time and uh can verify apparently his click of blizzard fans are all still really mad about the whole uh call of duty being on their launcher thing specifically really for me you know what i want Hmm. because for me i see this as inevitable i'm like obviously this is gonna happen well yeah because ea has their pc platform ubisoft has their pc platform valve has their pc platform of course activision wants their pc platform and they already own one well, yeah, Activision Blizzard is one company. It's been they've, it's, it's 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 like old news now. They've been together for a long time, and people like are weirdly. I'm actually surprised how often people don't remember that that they're like those two companies are together now. Their attempt at their attempts at pretending they're not together so far have been weirdly convincing. I guess where they just like like they just don't put their brands together and their logos. They just don't talk about shit. it. Yeah, they just there's don't no reason to because like you when you open the when the Blizzard, Blizzard launcher it just says me, Blizzard Entertainment. Like, if Activision wants to be comp- competitive, which they always do, uh, of course they want to get in on the Blizzard launcher. Like that's that, for me that's, that's that's inevitable. For me, what I want, I want every Activision game on the Blizzard launcher. I want the fucking floodgates to open and the deluge to pour in, and there's just a there's just like a hundred Activision games in there within a year. You know why? Because then the Blizzard launcher would have to not be shit. Because they'd have to, like, add sorting options and filtering and shit like that, like Steam has. And it would be a competent thing instead of just a fucking irritating billboard of, like, seven Blizzard games no. that they show you no matter what, even if you don't own them. You know what I bet you they would do? Because if they showed everything, it would be unusable. No. What they'll do is they're going to keep the icons for Blizzard games. And then every Activision game will just be text that's below it that you have to scroll through and search. Maybe. Or, like, they'd show... Or, Some, be a or like there'll be the new Activision games or the ones you're forced to look at. Yeah. But then there's like a weird like scroll, oh, put, click the plus sign to like open. The yeah, thing. I bet I bet you what will happen is there'll be a games tab. The Blizzard launcher is so shit. There'll be a games tab that looks like the library for Steam where you can search through all of your games. Yeah. But then there'll be the home page which has icons for the games you have installed and want mm-hmm. on there. And that will be your quick bar for clicking games or finding out news on them and updates and whatever. So the icons will always be there. But then there'll probably be another tab for all the games listed out. It drives me crazy that you like you can't favorite games and you can't make them display differently. The best you can do is kind of drag their order a little bit, and it won't even tell you which ones are installed without manually opening each one and one by one to check. Like the icon list doesn't tell you which ones are installed or not, and so or which ones yeah, you own. Which is why I'm you, like it's a it's a terrible. Normally launcher. you would organize. It looks yeah. so bad. And I, I, don't, st- I just don't want to look at Heroes of the Storm anymore. I kind of do. I. I 
don't really pay much attention to it just because it, I, I own every Blizzard game. Every Blizzard game is installed, so it's mm-hmm. just a nomer for me. It's also I, not a helpful screen. That it, They didn't adapt the Blizzard launcher to be very effective at dealing with the fact that they love to make expansions that you have to pay for. Yeah. So several of the games have one or several expansions you're supposed to pay money for. And you can't really tell by looking at the, which ones you have and don't have without, like, trying to dig in and do the research. Well, which ones? Like, for starters, uh, like, Diablo has an expansion. And World of Warcraft has an expansion. Diablo has an expansion? The way that, yeah. The uh, Reaper of Souls. Oh, yeah, right. Reaper and, of Souls. And uh, World of Warcraft, they have a new system where they only ever have one expansion. Which yeah. You used to have to buy, like the three expansions to get caught up and that all went away when i worked at best buy we had all the expansions because there would be an expansion launch for for blizzard for lich king was the one that where i was working at best buy and so they had burning crusade and lich king there because you had to buy both to play lich king and eventually they're like fuck it you can buy wow for 20 dollars and just that's all of wow besides the new expansion and then you buy the expansion which simplify things greatly because otherwise they have the EverQuest problem where you look at the, the image of all the EverQuest expansions that were in the first game when it came out. And it's like that's like it's like 20 boxes you're supposed uh, to buy there's or something. There's 27 expansion packs for uh, EverQuest. And all of them are still roughly like uh, retail price. So they're mm-hmm. about like 20 to 25 dollars per expansion. And then there's also the thing so, where Starcraft 2 is a trilogy of separately purchased games. But they're in one. Yes. they're one icon. Yes. Well, that it will remind you. Uh, if you click on StarCraft, uh, yeah. it will like on the side before, like below where it says play, it will have a big old thing. It's like upgrade to whatever expansion now. I look at so, those things and I just I always want them to be like a just a list of the things. Also, it does so I can tell which ones I have. Uh, it does tell you, by the way, you don't have an expansion. It does do that. Um, let me see. It, <laughs> it's time for the contortioning. That's an extra level of weird. One day StarCraft 1 just showed up. No, there's a And I, I guess I own one of them, but not the other one. Because yeah, you can play... They made a remaster, but you can only play the shitty old one for free. Yeah. And you have to buy the remastered. Um, and they're both the same icon. <laughs> if you have... Uh, oh, it's kind of hard because I do own everything. Yeah, so um, you can't look at any of this stuff. Well, if you don't own it, in the top up here, where, like, this far up here it'll tell you upgrade it'll say like you need a you need to upgrade you don't have the other expansion it'll tell you up at the top uh wow does it well wow did it for me for a while because i didn't have you didn't uh, have the new one yet i didn't have battle for azeroth yeah so it kept like it kept annoyingly reminding me like you don't own the most recent blizzard game you're not a fan and i'm like okay i'm sorry i will buy I will fucking buy your goddamn game. We're gonna catch like, you, or else. Yeah, it, it, like they're they, they come they to your door. Me. No, they're gonna find you with their microtransactions. It's uh, they're efficient. Anyway, we're here to do uh, questions. Yes, which so, as you can tell from our uh, like forty minutes of not questions. Yeah, I'm good at this. So this is uh, another one from Preed. Uh, what films can you recommend from the last year? And knowing how behind we are on questions, they meant. A year ago. No. <laughs> this is May 14th. The Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, what was the movie I keep trying to recommend to you? Uh, I shit. Know. I don't think it's called The Forest. It's kind of, it's called The Ritual. Okay. You do it. You say a thing. Um, I would recommend watching Your Name, which is an anime movie. Uh, about two kids who uh, fall in love and then a bad thing happens and they have to overcome it for love. 
that's what I would recommend. It's a good movie. Uh, it's a theatrical release. Made the most money any animation movie has ever made in Japan. And yeah, it's good. I was right. It's called The Ritual. Okay. Not to be confused with The Forest, which is a Netflix show. But it's, this is, takes place in the forest. Uh, people go... Was it? There's a group of friends. They lost somebody. And I want to say that they were... I don't remember the exact setup. If, if they were like going on like a walk they normally went on with their friend back when he was alive... Or if they were, like, commemorating the one-year death by going on the trip. that I think it might have been a trip they were planning on going when he was alive. Okay. And they just go on it after he's dead or something like that. And they basically get lost in the woods, and it gets, like, Scandinavian horror shit starts happening. So Blair it's Witch? Just, uh, it's a little Blair Witchy. Uh, with a, no, no camera stuff, though. Well, it's, it's all yeah. like a beautifully shot, nice filmed thing. It's but it's just, like the same concept. It's all of creepy, like... and throughout the whole movie, you're like still not certain. Like, are we gonna like you? you keep, there's like they play with whether or not the supernatural stuff like is there or not, or like, if they're oh, just, if they're just like like are they finding weird shit, or is there actually fucked up shit going on here? But how fucked up shit is it, and stuff like that? And there's okay. just a lot of really fucked up visuals throughout it. Like not just like not necessarily like, even talking like what you people would assume like gore, but like just like. Just weird, bizarre, creepy visuals of like that just keep building. And I, I like these slow build horror movies. Where yeah. Essentially, like, like if anything is going to happen, you know it's going to be like some crazy final ten, 10 minutes, but everything up till that's going to be like just build and questions. Yeah. And not knowing where this, like, what what's going to happen or if something's going to go down. And it's it's just a real it's just a real fun one. And I don't like forests, so that's- it's. Creepy forest. Why I keep good. saying the Devil's Chair is a good one to watch because yeah. it's that same uh, method. But yeah, Shadow, you just had to find like the crunchiest thing to bring over to the microphone, didn't you? What is that even? It's a bone. Oh yeah. Well, if you hear that, that's that's guest star Shadow <laughs> is just chomping away because we're professionals and have dogs on set. But yeah, yeah, that's the only re- movie I can recommend. I have a bunch I have to go through because I got a fistful of them recommended to me yesterday by Naya. So I like the, I like the Quiet Place and Green Room. Green Room's probably not last year. No, Green Room's the year before. It's really hard to remember when things came out. Yeah, I don't think about that often. But like I, I, I'm the person that keeps going to the theater to find like the interesting horror, low, like lo, the interesting low budget horror movie thing that's coming out every month. And a lot of that's a real fun time. Yeah, Green Room was 2015, actually. Like, The Quiet Place was really tense and uncomfortable at times. I liked The Ritual more, and I liked Green Room even more, which I think I recommended you recently, because I think it was yeah. on, and I, it's I, on, I Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, theatrical releases, I've kind of just been falling into the loop of watching, like, the superhero and Star Wars movies a bit, because everything else, I'm just like... Like I, I, half the time I see a movie, it's because I'm like, hey, maybe we'll do a podcast about that. And yeah. that's the thing that people want us to talk about, right? So I go, uh, let's let's go watch the new Star Wars movie and talk about it. But half the time, I'm just like, I don't know what's on Netflix. I don't know what year this came out. <laughs> I'm just watching stuff. Did we do any spoiler casts this year for any movies that we both went to uh, Thor? No. I don't think we've gone I, to the movies to see a single movie this year, have we? You mean gone to the movie together? Yeah. We saw Wonder Woman together, right? Which that was, was like this, last year. That wasn't this year, though. Well, they said the last year, which Wonder Woman might have been the last no, year. No, no, I know. Days. I'm thinking of this year. Like, I don't think I've been to the movies to watch a movie. No. The last, uh, time, the last time I've been to a we movie. We spent a lot of this year 
uh, playing Zero Escape. And we're just yeah. trying to get through that game. Well, we, well, we did and, a and spoiler be- cast on Avengers. Yeah, but we don't. We didn't go together yeah. though. No. For for me, the thing is that uh, now that we're doing a Zero Escape and we're just trying to get through that, but we're also we started doing a podcast and we're trying to fit all this into one day. Yeah. Uh, the idea like of trying to go to a theater to do this podcast that just means we won't record any Let's Plays that day. Yeah. Pretty like, much. Historically, whenever we see the th- movie together and then do a spoiler cast. That's more or less the day because it takes yeah, so long. It takes so long. Like it's, it's it's actively a problem that we don't live in the same town anymore. Yeah, the, it, it, we can only get so much done each week. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Like I, the last time I've been to a movie theater this year was to see two anime movies. Mm-hmm. That was it. Uh, I saw. I stole Avengers. I stole Deadpool. I stole. I saw them um, all in theaters. Yeah, they just weren't worth my money. So I that's my thing is like I, I'm so picky about what I go see unless we're doing it for a spoiler cast. I won't go to the movies because it's a waste of ten dollars to me mm-hmm. like cause I, I'm not going to enjoy the movie. So why am I going to pay money to go see it? Um, <laughs> and it's just uh, and I even like I didn't even I only liked one of the anime movies I watched. So I was mm-hmm. like even more upset where I was like, well, fucking goddamn. Oh, yeah. Annihilation. Annihilation. That's one of the other horror movies. Sounds familiar. Yeah. It's the one you laughed at. Oh, which, which yeah. I knew was going. I knew, literally knew it was going to happen. <laughs> the stupid bear. Don't, don't, don't talk about it. Don't talk about the thing. That's all. But uh, watching Annihilation, I knew that if I recommended people that movie, it'd be just like the movie uh, Splice with Adrian Brody. Okay, yeah. Because uh, I, I saw Splice in theaters and I was like into it. I was having fun with the movie and I was seeing it with my dad and we were just it's just this tense creepy thing happening with yeah. a really weird story because it's like it's a weird kind of threesome story with like this couple that this this couple that's like raising an alien mutant monster thing that's that like it's a child and it goes through puberty and then it's like an adult and then it's like it wants to do with the sexy times and i'm like this is really uncomfortable and weird and it's like gender flipping and shit and it's like it's a really fucking weird movie to watch but there was this whole row of teenagers in the front that are just laughing the whole movie and it's like, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Like, that's one of the hard things about watching horror movies in, the- in theaters is that there's always the groups of people that will just like laugh at the movie and like ruin <sighs> yeah. the entire experience. And that like for me, there's one scene in Annihilation that is like the most uncomfortable fucking scene ever. And I know that if I saw it in a different group, a different group of people in the theater, like there would just be laughing during that scene. Yeah. It would ruin like the, the whole thing playing out. Yeah. I, in part, cause some people's response to being uncomfortable is to laugh. Yeah. That's understandable. I, my problem is my sense of humor is just bad. So like, I like annihilation was just a comedy. You also usually want all the characters and everything to die. Every time. <laughs> Which every kind time. kind of is the wrong, like, in, like incentive system then build better the characters <laughs> it's it's just you like yeah well annihilation's a bad example um because everything it was like everything was stacked against annihilation the moment the movie started for me by the way your problem with so, these bottles went away what this is the 50 percent larger one but hey it's not a, not a not a weird can on top <laughs> what they then they just got rid of the whole yeah, gimmick what just the hell? a weird bottle well this is the larger ones uh, oh okay i don't know why it's different I yeah just, why is it different that one yet what was weird is this was 10 cents more 10 cents more for like how much the, more the 50 percent larger 50 percent larger it's like the other thing where monsters have the normal size one than the 50 percent larger yeah. one this one's 10 cents more than the other one was i don't know why i don't know maybe the non-gimmick bottle is way cheaper to make <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> i i would i would 
wager. I feel like I should have prepared for this question more and like done research of my viewing habits, but I... It's not really... Having trouble thinking of things. I mean, just basically... I also watch garbage. I watch a little... Well, no. Because I, I will just passively like just hop in and just watch weird genre fiction and then be like, that wasn't great, but sure. Like, how, do you, how do you do that? How the what? fuck do people do that? Like, people will just look at a movie and go like, I'll just watch a movie, I guess. Yeah. I can't. I can't commit I'll, myself I'll, to that. I'll totally just have an evening where I'm like, yeah, I'm done recording for the day. And I don't really play video games in free time because I've been playing them all day and shit like that. And I'll just like, I don't feel like watching any of my shows right now and getting going further on those. I'll just like watch one of these movies. And that's when I'll watch like, uh, Steve, is it Steve Martin? No. Martin Freeman, the guy that played Bilbo and everything. Yeah. Uh, he's in a horror movie on Netflix that's like, it's like the zombie apocalypse happening in Australia. Okay. okay. Uh, so just real Australia? <laughs> like, and that it was, it's exactly your favorite type of movie, which is, uh, a grown man that has to care, that has to care for a baby. <laughs> uh, wow. Just, uh, selling it real hard. And that was largely an all, that was largely an all right time. I just tried it out. Uh, last night I watched Tau. Okay. Which is a movie about, uh, there's like an evil Steve Jobs type type character in the future, and he runs this mega corporation, and he has to make like this properly independent AI. And so, okay, he's, what he's doing is he's he puts these chips in the backs of people's necks, and he forces them to do tests, and forces them through different emotional states in order to like scan them, and then he and then in, in like a lethal extraction process removes the chips, and then uses that to help build his AI is these scans of brains that he puts people through that, like, they don't survive. Okay. So he's, like, kidnapping unwanted people off the street. You don't, you never see the outside world, but it's, it's easy, it looks like it's probably, like, Blade Runner outside and everything sucks. Uh, so he's kidnapping, like, street urchins and people that people won't notice and stuff like that. Uh, and the protagonist is trying to outsmart the house's AI in order to figure out how to escape the house. Uh, okay. Before this happens and stuff, and it's, like... I mean, that sounds like an interesting movie, yeah. but the other part sounds not interesting. It wasn't. It, well, that's just the premise of why she has to get out because bad things are going to happen. The movie's oh. not about that. Like that's not the plot. Oh, okay. That's the that's the that's what's happening to her. Oh, okay. And that's why she has to escape. I like the idea of like a smart house being really actually genuinely yeah. so intelligent. So she's like in one of those horrifyingly mega house. Like she's in one of those crazy mega houses, like the Clockwork Mansion from Dishonored Two and shit. Where yeah. Like everything's beautiful and has cool art everywhere and looks really expensive and intricate and way too massive for like one guy to live in. And it's all run by an AI that's like a triangle on the wall that talks to you, which I think is played by that one actor that's in a lot of shit that's really good. The villain from Fire from he's the he's the he's the villain from Fifth Element and he's Commissioner Gordon. Oh, okay, that yeah. guy. Yeah, that's that in guy. a lot of shit. Yeah, I think he's the AI. Okay, and uh, I think he's the AI. Not AI. Patrick Stewart. No, and like and, and so like she's like she like this AI has never been outside, so it's like it doesn't know what the outside world looks like or what anything's like. Uh, and he's like, she's like teaching him. She's trying to teach him what people are and what the world is. And it's all leading toward this idea of like trying to condition it to think that its master might be evil and actually breaking free of its own orders because that's the only way she can survive and that kind of stuff. Oh, it's like this, this whole oh. thing's happening. That's less interesting. Than uh, 
I just like the idea of a house that's murdering people and it's like self-aware of it doing it. And it's just like, I need to progress. I need to get better. And it's just killing people to try to get better. That sounds like an amazing house. <laughs> no, no. It, uh, it's like Clock Tower taking out the scary guy where it's no, just a giant mansion. But there's like somebody killing in, everybody. In, in this the- case, Tau is going to be replaced because Tau's the prototype for what the guy's trying to build. Oh, so he's trying to build okay. a better final one yeah. so that he can actually sell it because Tau is unstable. Which yeah. is the whole exploit to be exploited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the very generic. And yeah, it was. Response. And I, I click on it, and I'm like, sure, why not? Let's watch this. And I, I get two hours of a movie that's like, yeah, that was all right. It, these parts were bad, and these parts were good, and stuff like that. Where it's like, it's a lot, a lot of what you get when you're watching like schlocky like genre fiction to begin with. Yeah, I'm, which is stuff I'm just comfortable like just consuming all the time. Which is like. Certain things will be really interesting. Certain things will be really dumb. Like the weird premise, or like the entire premise of the of the how he's building the AI is odd to begin with. Uh, but the visuals are incredible, and like there's all these really cool, fun ideas. And also, he has like this he has this killer robot called Ares that's controlled by Tao that just fucking destroys people, like just punches through them. Oh, okay, <laughs> like right. Uh, and you're just watching this weird thing and just experiencing the story that's just like what is what is this this is bizarre and then it ends and that's the end of the thing uh it was it was just fine i don't have i i usually a lot of stuff i I see is stuff i wouldn't heavily recommend it's just interesting weird things like i uh uh i watched the circle okay never heard of it uh it's 100 people wake up in a circle like they're standing on these little red circles in a circle. There's like there's like three rows of them. Okay. And they're all facing the central thing and every 3 minutes or so it kills one of them. Randomly? And that yeah, at first. And then they realize they can vote on who dies. So Wait, become, what? Yes. So it becomes this 100 How person. How did they not know that originally? Because they just woke up there and that just happened. And like if you leave the circle it kills you. Uh and if uh, and it seems that if it seems that if you walk off the circle and it kills you, you you're essentially sacrificing yourself because the timer resets. So you can like so if you don't want if so someone if so no one can make can, a decision. So like somebody can kill themselves to skip it, or like there's the there's or you get people are going to vote, and then at first they're like trying to rationalize it, like oh let's kill all the old people because they're going to be dead soon anyway, or let's try to figure out who's bad in this group and kill them off first, and the, and they're trying to and none of them know why they're there. Yeah, they don't know if it was like aliens or a government program or just some asshole or Steve Jobs or whatever the fuck. So like it's like. Uh, are we supposed to try to find all the bad people and get rid of them and then they'll let us go? Or like everyone's trying to rationalize all these different rules and figure things out over the course of no, it. No, it's always simple. It's always, always simply just like a lunatic did and this. It, and it just it just keeps progressing and progressing and people's theories keep getting crashed down and betrayals and alliances and like people start allying against each other because so like, like at least this group can try to wipe out that entire other group if we can get the numbers for it and all this other stuff and like all these dynamics are just coming out. And it's just, it's so relentless like it sounds like one of those like really nihilistic uh conclusions where it's just somebody going we want to see the human condition it's one of those movies where people say i hated the ending of this thing yep because it does because here's here's a a minor spoiler uh, a spoiler of sorts is that i won't say how it ends but the way it ends is the way i've always said i wanted all these death game things to end which is that the thing ends the way they said it would there's just one person who lives like the the, the pre, like and which is weird because in this case they didn't say how it would end in the first place yeah it just was the inevitable well you illusion. always have to have but like every there. death game ever you subvert the death game and then you beat it and then you, you win the and then like secretly like 
five people live or you kill the guy that made it or some other shit happens like i think uh like in hunger games they like they trick them into they they do the suicide trick we're like we're both gonna kill ourselves and like oh well, we need to have a victor and then like they 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 show their weakness by like letting the game let both of them live because yeah because of, of that little trick and then hunger games 2 fucking like a bunch of people escape and the whole game is uncalled and and then usually by the time you get to the third part of this trilogy of any kind of death game thing usually the last one is about fighting the government that made the death game <laughs> yeah usually place. it's not about like there's, this... not, there's not even a death game anymore yeah uh, the death game is the rebellion. Yeah, and like in in battle royale, more people live than we're supposed to, and they li- I think they literally kill the guy that made that was running the game. Well, yeah, he just sits uh, there. in condemned. I think the, like the bad guy's getting away in a helicopter and they blow him up or something, and and like Sounds also weird. like every fucking death race, all the all the American ones that aren't about teenagers. Uh, all the ones that are about old like adults and shit yeah uh all those ones the main guy i think i think they did it in gamer they definitely did it in condemned and they also did it in death race the old guy is like some guy it's like he's like an ex-cop or he's like some kind of other guy that like like a family and was not a criminal but he was like they what they like usually the guy that ran the game or someone like killed their family and framed him for killing his own family so he's the one innocent guy in the death game yeah i can't even let the guy actually be a bad guy and like none of that bullshit happens in circle it just it just the premise just plays itself out and you just keep going and i'm like yeah all right and like there's all these and there's all these Chekhov's guns in the group. Like those two people are a couple. They know each other. And these these two people were uh, rivals with each other. And like some people start realizing they know each other from throughout the group. And like that guy's a criminal. That those two people are children. And like that person's pregnant. Like like the, the group is diverse enough. You're like there's a lot of variables to consider in this thing about who to kill next and stuff like that. That's Literally gonna, everyone. It's all asking to be interesting. And like, I'm like I I just had fun watching it play out. Yeah, I I just don't. Uh, I don't derive joy from randomly watching movies because it's also the Cube trilogy where they just made one movie three times. <laughs> yeah, because my it's just the same movie three times. My problem is like I don't I uh usually if I see a movie that was good I it kind of just walk away neutral from it. Yeah. But if I see a movie that's bad, it ruins like it ruins my mood. So weird. So like a move a good movie doesn't. But you can, but you can consume like infinite anime. Yes, and it, it would nothing will happen to you. No. Can, like, you did, have you ever had your mood ruined by anime? Uh, no. I, I even the movie I went and paid to watch that was not that good. It didn't ruin my mood. I was just, I was like, well, then I guess if you disappointed wanna, if, father, if you want to empathize with other people, just pretend they're talking about an anime when they talk about something they care about. <laughs> just pretend it's an anime that doesn't exist in your world. <laughs> And then you'll understand because it's literally the same concept. Well, but, but again, the, <laughs> but you have a weird filter in your brain. Yeah, where like you can't I, enjoy, where like, you somehow a movie can ruin your day. I, I don't. I just can't do that. Like I do that with anime all the time, where I'll just go through a list and I'll like, yeah, I guess that looks interesting. I'll watch it. Why not? And I'll just watch it. But if I'm like, if someone's like, what movie do you want to watch? None. Literally none. I don't yeah. want to like turn off Netflix. This is an insult to me. Like, I, I, for me, the, the other problem of, is just I've been watching so many shows lately that I haven't yeah. really been watching movies very often. And a lot of it's just been Netflix. Like, I'll just find a weird thing. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll watch two seasons of the three percent on Netflix, which is this. Uh, it's uh, you. You would hate it because it's all Probably. Spanish. <laughs> Yes. I think it was all Spanish. Uh, I'm not super great with languages, but I think it was all Spanish. It's about... Uh, I think I told you about this before or something, where, like, 
basically all of society is fucked. Like there's just like no resources and everyone's like poor in this one setting. But they do this test every year and uh, where everybody who's coming of age that year all takes this test. And if they pass the test and approximately 3% of people pass it every year, then they go over to the island where they get to join in on the like just the better society. Yeah. Where it's like it's higher tech and they have all this medicine and it's just like a it's like a beautiful utopia, utopia place. Yeah. But they keep it that way by not letting anyone in, basically. And so uh it's the it's more or less the usual formula where like the first season is is a bunch of kids going through the test and then also seeing all the injustices involved and all this other shit. And then the second season's about like uh, it's a combination of like it's mostly about like subverting the test. Where you have some people who pass the test and some people who failed the test from season one and what their reactions are to that afterwards. And also the idea like some people specifically are trying to get through the test so they can infiltrate that society to bring its downfall or to open its gates and like to stop this whole test thing. Uh, Why? So that Do they happening. kill the people who fail? No, they don't kill the people that fail. Then what is wrong with you? You failed the test. <laughs> Just live your life not in the 1% area. D- deal with it. <laughs> Like, what, why are you going to, like... be resigned to failure. Well, it's just, like, why are you going to destroy other people's lives because Little. of this? It seems, like, really <laughs> fucked up of you. Like, these these people just took the test and passed the test. It's not like they paid money to pass the test. They, they took it like you did, and you're just being a spiteful bitch because you're not smart enough. <laughs> like, that's your fault. Be better next time. Kill yourself. Come back as a smarter person. That's not how... None of these things are how things work. Well, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, but you're stuck being in a low-class society. Like, half the time I watch something, I just, I hear, I basically get the premise, and I'm like, I just want to see how this plays out. Let's do this. Yeah. And I'll just go with that. Like, I watched a show about how rain kills people. <laughs> I think it might have just been called The Rain. It was, I, it's one of the rare cases where I saw the season one, and I'm like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I actually gave up on it. But it was just a show where the apocalypse was that the rain kills everybody. Like oh, you, Okay. Like you, you, the rain touches just, when just the rain touches. Rain, no, you, the rain touches you and like it infects you and you like you have seizures and you die. So, and, the, and as so as, internal... you expect, as you expect, there's one character that's immune to the rain, and then maybe they're going somewhere with that. But for me, like I think it was the finale, just like the finale of season one, which I think it was only like six episode season. Like it just like I'm like this is this is this finale is too stupid. I can't I can't do this. I can't I can't. I'm done. My thing is like there are plenty. I've I've seen plenty of bad anime, but uh, I mean I finished all of it. But yeah. the problem is like it just like I I take it more as a lesson, I guess, because I I for me anime is a thing that I look at as a hobby, whereas yeah. watching a movie is a hobby. Yeah, like anime is a hobby to me. I that's why like, I, it's like you got to keep up on all the hot animes. Yeah, so I can I watch all the new shows coming mm. out every season. I you know read all the manga that's coming out. Like so, you watch anime the way that I treat video games as my job, where like I have to like yeah, except, be aware of all the things that are happening. Yeah, and stuff like that. Except I don't get paid for it. No, not even remotely. No, but you the, can only make negative money on it, that. Well, yeah, <laughs> but. The, uh, Unless yeah, but you make your new anime YouTube channel. No, uh, that's like the worst idea. <laughs> I, I hate YouTube anime channels. They're, that's why like, you got to make the good one. The only good one. Everyone will love. There's you. no such thing. Like, <laughs> like talking, talking about anime. You are you're just an asshole. Like there's no there's no like bastion of calm reasoning voice in the anime world. You're all assholes. Stop. To be clear, just, we, we've had this conversation so yeah, many times. Just leave it alone. And you're like resentful towards the I, idea of talking about anime, I hate, which is incredible. Yeah, I, I'll talk about it. Pri- like you know, on Discord, or I'll talk about it like in mm-hmm. person with somebody. 
I'm not going to make a channel about it. It's just like the most self-serving bullshit where you're just like, I don't like Sword Art Online and no one can like it because if they do, they're idiots. And it's like, which is basically a real video title. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, for what, what end? Like yeah. literally explain to me, what is the gain for doing this? Because I've watched, I've actually watched videos like that before. I watched a video where I was like, and this is why anime is not a real gambling show and i'm going to compare it with kaiji and yeah like, and i was like i kind of want to hear someone talk about kaiji for a bit i'm like i don't know what the fuck they're talking about though because they're talking about some anime yeah. girl thing that's also a gambling oh show. they're talking about uh uh a, not it's on netflix it's a greg I grego i keep seeing it it's just some girls that are gambling people doing a thing and he was talking about why that's not a real gambling thing. And KG is a real gambling thing because there's actually gambling happening. You're talking about Mother's Basement. That's who the fuck you're talking about. Probably. It's a Kakiguri. Yeah. Kakiguri is Yeah, that was the one. I recognize that name. Which is, you know what it is? It's a fucking gambling anime. Yeah. Yeah. About gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kaiji is. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Mother's Basement. You're an idiot. Why don't you learn how to fucking tell the difference between a genre? Like... Well, it could. It, I think the criticism was more of the idea that like it's, it's the story is literally about gambling, but the show doesn't actually deal with it correctly. Like I remember, like reading issues of Hikaru no Go. I think where like the Go playing was incomprehensible or off camera, and um, which yeah. is I think what most of the show basically. Yeah. And at some point, the show is just not really a it's go not about show. Go. Yeah. It's the the story is all about people playing Go tournaments, but the actual Go playing is completely gone. Aside yeah. from like the end of chapter thing where they're like, "I'm going to teach you about this move," which was was in the manga every time. But, like, that was the most go that was in every issue was the dumb little, little yeah. tutorial message so at the end. So, I've seen the movie. So I think that was the distinction yeah, they're making I've between seen the KG and Kakuguri. That you're talking about. And he's, yeah, and that's why I say he's, a, that's why he's like, his mother's <laughs> basement. he's a full of shit. Because, one, he didn't read it, clearly. He must have just mm-hmm. watched it because must be an idiot. Two, uh, yes, in the anime, it does come off like it is not about gambling, but that's because it needed more seasons to get the point, like Kaiji did. Because the difference with Kaiji is that Kaiji is a self-enclosed story about a guy trying to pay off debt by gambling. Yeah. Which is how he got I, into that. I debt. love that he's an entirely selfish character. Yes. That's that's the, one of the fun things about and it. And I'm not saying Kaiji's a bad anime. It's I still great. I finish it. But I, lo- I kind of... I think it was because I was binging it. I kind of burned out yeah. around the time they were playing dice games in season yep. two. And I'm just like, I just... I've watched a lot of this now. Maybe yeah. I should have waited a year after watching season one or something. I don't know that long. Because like I, because I watched all of season one, I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, now they're doing dice games. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for another season already. <laughs> it's a lot. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched all of it in one go. The um, no, that that anime that he's talking about is it's it's less about kaiji's level of gambling which Mm -hmm. kaiji's level of gambling is desperation turned into it's like an underdog story so the idea is that kaiji is an underdog and you're rooting for him to succeed in this gambling addiction even though you know that this is not the best way to pay off debt kaiji just Mm -hmm. go and actually get a job kaiji please stop gambling kaiji but he won't he just keeps doing it and you have to root for him because otherwise he'll die and you don't want that (laughs) he's he's surviving entirely on the power of your rooting for him yes Uh, but the the other anime is is about um is more about uh taking it's more about like subverting power so there's people who come up with get like unique gambling games and they're the ones who create them so they know all the loopholes and the gimmicks and they know how to cheat and they know how to do all these things that an average person can't 
deal with. And the point is, is a main character comes in and doesn't let that happen. And the fun of it is because you're watching this ridiculously unique game be played by somebody who created it. So they are cheating to win. And you see a person who's like, I'm aware you're cheating and I'm not going to stop you. I'm just going to raise the stakes even higher to the point where the person who made the game is uncomfortable. Where they're like, I don't want to go that high on the betting. It's like, but you'll win, right? You know how to cheat. And it's like, okay, that's a little much. Let's just tone the gambling down. It's like, no, no, no. We go higher. All bets in. I'll kill myself if I, if I lose. And it's like, okay, let's please tone it down. Like the people, the whole point is that the person, the girl, the main character that's the female is like, she is so... Uh, she is like looking for the. It almost sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. It is, but call back to the beginning of but this. The, but the idea is that she is she's on a hunt for the thrill of gambling, mm. whereas Kaiji is just trying to survive. Where she's trying to put herself on that. She's adrenaline junkie. She's trying to get the high of like no, like the fa- like the no hope of success. You're going to lose this bet. You're all in. You know this is a make or break. She's trying to go for that high every match. But the people that she's versing are people just trying to keep the status quo. They're like, I just want to keep staying rich. And she's like, I don't care about money. I just want the high. And people I are like, I want to die. Yeah. And so people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's tone it down. <laughs> and that's the fun of it. Because Kaiji is more about, yeah, like I said, the desperation turned into success. She's more about the insanity of it. Like, this is taking gambling addition to the, like, the utmost degree. And yes, they're not the same anime because it's not the point, asshole. Like, no, the person didn't make this anime with the intention of, like, I'm going to make Kaiji, but with a girl. No, he was like, I'm going to make a unique, different idea because I have an idea and I say, I can write a good Kaiji story. But instead of doing that, like an asshole would, I'm going to go take that idea and make my own IP out of it. Because I'm not a Star Wars fan. (laughs) (laughs) Call back to my tweet that people got mad at. Well, one person got mad at. But yeah, so I won't make an anime. God, that was channel. a weird experience. So anime channels are stupid. Don't, uh, don't, <laughs> you don't need to bother. Look forward to more rants like this on Andrew's anime channel. No, Nacklesonofsalt.com <laughs> slash videos. <laughs> That's how the URL works. That's how URLs work. You do, you uh, yeah. There's a really fun scenario that comes up in three percent. That like is one of the examples of what I'm looking for when I watch these kind of shows, and then, then the thing happens and shit. Which is that like. They took all of the people that met, that made it this far, which was like round five or so of the game. They're down to like the last chunk of the people. Okay, I would guess there's probably like a hundred people or something like that. And they lock them. Uh, they all go. They they just defeated the previous challenge, and it was exhausting. And they all go to sleep in like these bunk beds in this big like warehouse facility. All right. And then they wake up, and all the entrances are sealed. Oops. They're all they're completely sealed in this warehouse. Every contestant's in there. And they don't know what's they don't know what the test is or what's going on. At first, they just think that they're just going to be there for a while, but it becomes apparent for a while that like nothing, they're just stuck there or something. And uh, they eventually realize that there's one panel that kind of gives you like this code. And in all the different bunk bed rooms, there are these switches, these really big levers that are really hard to pull, and you have to like they demand your full attention to put them in the right configuration and everything. Okay. And they try to solve the puzzle, and they realize, oh. This this code resets like every like 30 seconds or whatever, like an authenticator and stuff like that. And they have to so they have to they have to get the full cooperation of everybody of the entire number of people that are in this and send them all to the different bunk rooms and have one messenger that's going to run to each of the locations to tell them their portion of the code. So everyone in the entire group can flip the switches in the correct configuration at the same time in order to get the code to work. 
God. And the reward is food for one person. So they get one person's food, and they're like, fuck. This doesn't beat the challenge. This doesn't let us out. It gives us food for one of us. Which means they have to do it a number of times equal to the number of people there are. And wow. so that means they have to, that means they have to, and which, and like every time you give somebody food, they're going to be, they're going to be less interested in helping everybody else if they, if they got away with everything. Why? Collectively, that's going to happen inevitably with that many people. And so I give that. This feels like the prisoner's like, dilemma like again. A little like, bit, if you yeah. just, it, like, you're going to well, need it's, those it's, people to It's like to the survive. zero escape problem, which is the selfish assholes that fuck everything up. Well, yeah, yeah but it's like, it's not even logistical because, like, like you're later trying to down do the this road. Whole thing that many times and it's exhausting because it's really hard to pull the levers and everything. Yeah. They're like, they're like person length metal bars that you're like putting back and forth and everything. And they're, they're all doing this collectively so that everyone could just get one meal. They have to do it like a hundred times. And. It, it just keeps going forward from there. And then this idea that might be still stuck there and like they get enough for everybody and they're still not getting let out and they don't know what's going on or what the puzzle is. And so it starts evolving. Like now there's like the, the, the one guy's like, what if we get all the able-bodied men together as like a gang and we just steal the food from everybody else and then we can have all the food and we'll outlast everybody else. Cause they think they're just stuck in here for X amount of time. And like, that's their, like it's, things start getting into factions and everyone starts warring and tribal tribaling and shit. Okay. And it's like that's that's just one test within the game. Like it's just it's just a fun thing to see the weird scenarios they'll come up with over the course of it, and then also how they even choose the winner. Because like they, all these people do have different ideas of even what the winner is. Because some some tests are literally just here's the rule, pass or fail, there it goes. And yeah. other ones are like here's a scenario, and they'll just choose who the winner is basically. And it's basically like you're it's almost like you're failing a moral test to get on the island. And, it's, and like, like that's what's core, more or less happening. Down to like even I think one person even escaped through the vent out of the entire test, and they had the option to go home with a bunch of money, but go back home or go back in there and try to pass the test. Like that was the that was the uh, that was the the, the, the split. They were, yeah, because the, they they're just they they escaped up to the room. Like, all right, you escaped up the vent thing. We put the food in. Congrats. That was hard. That looked like the fucking things that she could even let. Ah. The things she could step on were so spaced out. That I'm like, how did you just, are you just really tall? How'd you get up there? Uh, and he, she just like has a meeting with the guy that runs the whole thing. And he's just like, yeah, you can either, we'll give, give you a bunch of money and food. You can go back home right now and you just, you just leave. You don't want to go back in there or you can go back down there and try to like pass the test and everything. And, like, that's a dilemma they get. There's also one where, like, uh, when you get sufficiently part, far into the test, they put you in a room with your loved ones, and they just take this... They have this solid glass cube just full of money. Okay. It's like... and <laughs> All right. And the, temp- and the temptation there is that you and, your loved, uh, you and your loved one can just go home with all that money, but, not, but you don't go to the island because it's a fail. So, so, you, okay. so you pass that test by declining the money. But like, you might not pass after this point, and that's a lot of fucking money. And it's it'll be like it'll be it won't be your spouse because they're like teenagers. It'll be like their parents usually, their parents who have been struggling their whole lives and like all that other stuff. So like, it's all these different like societal pressures and things like that. And like and they a lot of these are analogs to real life familial pressures and things yeah. like that. Yeah, like, like this is playing on a, this is this game. This show's messing with really interesting concepts here. I get it's fun to play with. That's the struggle. Like I get. I was that. also watching it all in English, so it was hilariously dubbed. Oh, it, was, it was like watching an anime in English. Like but I, with, but that, live action. That sound like the premise sounds usable. 
But then it just it 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 sounds like it would turn into the nine nine or the zero escape thing where I'm just like, none of you are people, and I can't watch this. Like it that, doesn't have that problem. Or it doesn't have people that literally make decisions that seem irrationally selfish to the point where you're going to just cripple an entire run because you're a fucking asshole. Like, well, I mean, it's not a death game for starters. Well, no, but you I'm just saying like win the, or lose. The idea is that and people are generally just trying to win the things. Like one of the one of the puzzles is they lock like nine people in a room and uh it's like they lock like nine people in a room and there's eight uh coins and the people and the people who have the eight coins move on and the person who has who doesn't have one gets gets eliminated it's literally not a test like a lot of them are just social things like that that's 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 just that's literally luck of the draw that's not that's not you can't test not well it's not luck of the draw how do you get the coin they're just in a bag in the room. That's luck of the draw. <laughs> if there's not enough coins for everyone, and the only way to get them is literally just by putting your hand in a bag, it's luck of the fucking draw. It's not luck of the draw because there's not there's nothing t- saying that like I have now touched this coin, I keep it forever. Like they're they're in there for like an hour, and whoever has it at the end of the hour is, is the ending. So can you have two people holding onto one coin? No. Is that no, a rule? Not, Do not they like specifically that, no. state that rule? These are the things I'm talking about. This is why I can't do this stuff. Because I start looking into it way too deep. Like, I'm not going to tolerate this shit. Because why wouldn't I go into this? And my first my first thought wouldn't be to, I want to succeed. I want to ruin it. I want to ruin the whole game. We're all going to succeed. There are people who pass tests via uh, technicalities. I mean... It's like, the people in the show didn't think of that. The ones we're watching. But, like, if you propose that idea, I don't know. It might work. I don't know. That's the thing. Is like, but like, I would be in. I there would was be somebody the where they had, they had a bunch of weird three D puzzle pieces, and they had to make a bunch of cubes. Okay. And so, like, they were like, they'd be like Tetris shapes and shit. And you're yeah, trying to make, cu- like, and you're trying to make like three yeah. D cubes out of them. And so, what somebody did is they couldn't quite make enough. They they, they only, couldn't print enough cubes. No, no, like they were. It was a time limit to make as many cubes as you can, and oh. you're, all, you're all in a circle. Okay, okay. You're all, in, you're, all in a cir- you're all in a circle around one giant pile of parts, and you're just grabbing them and making cubes in your station and stuff like that. One person passes the test by literally the last second of the test, grabbing somebody else's cube and putting it on theirs. And then time passes, and then at the end, it's like, oh, look, I have all the cubes, and you don't. Somebody else passes by taking their cubes they made and stacking them so that they make a larger cube. In addition to the inside cubes, like one of those diagrams where like count how many triangles there are yeah. and they all form a larger triangle too, which counts also. So like then that's how they pass by having more than the other people. It's, it's like, so, like so technicality. So it's an totally IQ test. Work. Is that the point? Because it's, it's it's an everything test kind of. Well, I mean, it, clearly the tribalism one was like a, a moral test to an extent. Okay. Because like it's it's a multi it's a big multifaceted test to figure out how whether many people you're worth, pass. It's a worthiness test. Three uh, percent. Only three percent. Yes. Every time. Vaguely three percent. Vaguely three percent. It's not literally like there has to be this many people. That's just how many people get through. That's usually just how many people statistically. You see like a through. horde of like thousands of people coming in, and when you see the ending people of that that at the at the end that are making the choice to go through at the end, they look like a classroom of people. Like it looks like maybe maybe actually maybe close to like twenty people. How many people is it per room? Like how many is it per group of people that go through the test? Variable. Variable. You mean okay. like you mean like uh, like your teams? Yes. Like, that? like how many people uh, are part of your team? I guess. A less than fifty, more than fifty. Different parts of the thing involve different numbers of people. Wait, what? 
Like, so the, it's like, like, you're, the, you're like not... the bunk bed part was everyone at that point. Yeah. But like other parts were like in some of the early ones, they were just in random groups and they weren't even really teams. And they hadn't even met each other. Like the cube one happens at the beginning and they're just thrown in random rooms to just do this test and they're just next to random people. But for some of the ones, there was like a series of like three or four in a row where there was a group of like 10-ish people that were like kind of stuck together for a while, which kind of ended at the tribalism room. Okay. But like they can't because you can't keep the the teams together because some of the tests are about one person of this group being filtered out. And some of the tests are everyone fails. Like this, as in like the team passes or fails. And then some okay. of the tests are there are no teams and there's something weirder shit. There should weirder shit going on here that you don't even know about. Like one of the ones is that they have a you have a crime scene and okay. they have to solve the crime scene. And if they don't solve the excuse me. They did that already. It's called Danganronpa. Yeah. You can't steal other people's ideas. Like they, have, they have the crime scene. They have to. They have to. They have to solve the crime scene. And if they don't solve it correctly, the entire group fails. Da, 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 and then, da. So all of them are out. Yeah. And like very that, familiar. Yeah. But even then, like those extra layers, like they'll they'll eliminate you for reasons they didn't tell you about. That does. That's not like how... they eliminated people from the crime scene one, even though they passed because they didn't do anything. Like they had nothing to contribute. So like you can go home. And they just they just kick them out. I would be infuriated by the lack of any structure you in might, this test. You might start to see why there might be like this resentful resistance group that doesn't think that, that no. thinks the test is unjust. No, actually I'm <laughs> I'm less on the resistance <laughs> side. I'm actually like more on the elite side now. Why? Because they're more of assholes. Because the, the resistance are idiots. Why do they keep doing the test? If you stop doing the test, the city eventually fails because there's no one living there. That's not well. The rest is the resistance isn't the collective group of people. The those who are not part of the three percent should stop trying to be part of the three percent, and then when the three percent die off, you have no one left to be part of the three percent. I mean, that's what the resistance tries to get people to do is to tell them not to do. We got to move on. We're so deep into the show I'm just saying. <laughs> that nobody has watched. <laughs> we are so deep into All the right. show. Let's do another question. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, he's drawing me real deep into this. I'm like, I could do this. We could do a fucking three percent spoiler cast if you want to watch this show. I but don't like no. we're going. We, I'm like, I just had the realization like we're so just, far it, into this. I, it, I just I like to think of things, but like that it, the look, show sounds it's really weird to have you be like. I'm anti the resistance and I'm going to say exactly their point. I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> like, I'm anti because what you're saying is exactly what the resistance wants. But people, but, but you're like, I, but that's why the resistance is stupid. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. Well, no, I, it, I think it's stupid to try to bring down the 3% in their method. I think it's smarter idea. Which I mean, just, there's more to everything I've said. In well, the yeah, show, I assume it's like a 40 hour show. Yeah, it's <laughs> next question. So let's see. Sorry, Andrew, in advance, but this question is more aimed at Keith. Uh, that's fine. Shocked. Uh, <laughs> your, uh, so, Keith, your income seems odd as you continue to YouTube. You get more subscribers, uh, then more views, so more money. Is this the case? If not, why? Your thoughts. Um, are you concerned or excited for the future of your channel? Um, I would hope excited for the future of your channel, because otherwise concerned is... <laughs> subscribers go up but viewership does not always go up in proportion to how much subscribers go up yes. because of there's just like a lot of people just subscribe to a bunch of shit and don't pay that much attention to what they subscribe to like andrew here 
Because like you have a YouTube channel that's just subscribed to a billion things, and you'll just like randomly open YouTube to the front page and maybe watch something and maybe not and yep, move on. Pretty much. A lot, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people just stop using YouTube. A lot of people just will lose interest in a particular channel, but just still be subscribed and just not watch their videos yeah. un- unconsciously, kind of. It's like an idea of I'm showing support because I still want you to... Not even that. Like, I'll have a channel where, like, I, like I've, I've done this plenty of times where I'll, I'll watch a channel for a while and I'll still be subscribed and I'll, like, find myself adding their videos to the watch later list or something like that over and over again and then after like six months i'm realizing i'm just not watching any of their videos and i'll like control f my watch later list and just delete every video they've made from that list because i'm like clearly i've lost interest and then i'm subscribed to the channel i'm like i I guess i just don't want to watch their videos apparently just realizing that one day but a lot but like uh it's all comes down to like how much people will watch like like uh I'll do a stream and people are like, he has 55,000 subscribers, but only 20 people are here. I'm like, yeah, because those are the people that are like, want to watch this exact game, are available right now, like watching me stream, and like are in the time zone where this is even like a thing they can do. Because yeah. like 80% of the day is like work and sleep and stuff like that for a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like a West Coast streamer streaming from 7 to 9, which even on the East Coast is like... 10 to like 12 yeah and and other time zone it's like in the outside the united states it's like the middle of the night or the middle of the work day and all these other things are going on uh so viewership is always gradually rising and my income from viewership does gradually rise but it it rises so much more slowly than my patreon does well yeah like at some point my patreon was like 25 percent of my income or negligible at other at earlier times obviously when it was new nowadays my patreon often makes me more money than youtube does yes and it's and it, and it will only continue to overtake it most likely because it's a direct thing also like a thousand people watching a video can make me like a dollar whereas somebody can just give me a dollar on patreon yeah well, versus I, a thousand people get, like, can give me a dollar and now i have a thousand dollars yeah which is like the concept here is like if everyone who watched a video yeah, like like patreon know. support is so much hilariously more effective than advertising support yes uh and yeah. some and some people are in the situation where they can be all like uh i'm all patreon funded now and all of my videos have no ads and aren't i great and but it's like usually those people are making so much money on patreon that their ad money is actually like almost negligible by comparison or yeah. the fact that they can advertise that as a thing they're doing increases the patreon support and stuff like that but i can't do that i would literally just be deleting half my income overnight yeah but uh one of the big things is that i uh i'm in a weird uncomfortable teenage part of my um, of my of my channel where like i'm in the transitionary awkward stage which is that my income is larger then my income's a bit larger than it needs to be for the exact living situation I have that I have right now. But the living situation I'm in right now is not one anyone would want to like stick with long term. Yeah, like I'm I'm awkwardly. Eventually, like, you would like to live on your own. Yeah, like I'm awkwardly like, <laughs> renting a room of like a friend's house. Like I yeah. don't even have an apartment, let alone like a house or whatever like that. So like I'm in. So I'm like in the. I'm like I I make enough money that I'm not in trouble with what I'm doing right now, except yeah. for the part where the thing I'm doing right now is not like a long term solution to begin with. Yes. And so I'm like I'm waiting for it to scale up over time because I need to like have an independent situation where I have like my apartment or whatever the hell. And so that then comes the question of like I, I, my answer when I when people. Uh, and my family asked about my income is I'll, I'll, and you saw this is I, I basically yeah. say uh, the what I thought of during that party basically was like, 
I'm doing good enough, just not good enough California. <laughs> yeah. Because California is so fucking which, expensive. Which a I, lot of, even people here will under, like nod in agreement. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we all like ain't I'm, making enough for some reason. Like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so conflicted with California because, like, I grew up here and yep. I've never left. Yeah. I mean, I've li- I physically have left before, but I've never, you never moved, moved, I've never moved out of California. Yeah. So I'm in a rare situation where, like, all of my family and friends I've ever had are here except for the couple of people i've met online that i've stuck around and stuff like that so like i'm like it's hard to make the choice to move yes in addition to the scariness of never having moved to a different state yeah alone before oh yeah so, i like like i 100 percent uh understand I'm totally in a situation where like i need i most likely need to move to a different state so i can have a stable income and also like like because my income is completely agnostic to what state i live in if i live in a cheaper state i just am richer that's just <laughs> yeah. that's a real thing well yeah because your 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 wage isn't based yeah. on minimum wage like or most, your wage isn't based people, on state yeah, like, wages like most people's wages are based in some level on where they live well yeah it's always based on that yeah it's that's what minimum wage is that's what like normal minimum salaries wage, but are. also like the salaries of what like a company will often i think I, I think a single company will pay you different amounts based on what state you live in yeah so like if you move states your income might raise or lower based on like the cost of living in that state because sometimes you can transfer between branches of one company yeah for things and that's just a part of the whole process uh but if i change states i just make the same money yeah which is so a like nice if i go somewhere that has yeah. cheaper rents or lower taxes and all that other stuff and isn't like the silicon valley and hollywood state then i can just be better but then i get to deal with being in like a vacuum where i don't know a single person or i move to the states where i know people already which is only like a couple of people it's just yeah. wandering bird basically and uh bird lives in seattle which isn't the best option for cheap living no. uh uh and uh well because it's like a it's like silicon valley like part two then i just get to deal with the fun thing of like all of my grandparents as we talked about before are all alive still yeah and that's just fucking that's a ticking time bomb and it's like i I, I just i in the back of my head i'm like the moment i move they're just gonna start dying (laughs) not because i moved but because the timing just works out the way and i'm like then i get to deal with this interactions of like I, i i can't afford to come home for the funeral i'm sorry but like I, yeah i know i knew them my entire life and now they're dead yeah and it's gonna happen maybe four times this decade this... all four of them are probably just gonna start dying uh, relatively back to back and i'm like there's I, no I'll be like oh there's fuck. there's no obligation to show up to a funeral a funeral yeah. is for you in a sense yeah the, the funeral is for you to move on from there's also if you don't the require weird, it there's also just the weird element of like to some extent kind of just saying goodbye to your family yeah because you never know when you'll see them again or if you'll ever see any of the people again that you like if i leave the state i'm basically saying goodbye to everyone i've ever known possibly permanently yes like uh that's some exceptions if my mom doesn't mysteriously die in an accident she will totally visit because she just loves trips yeah so she will just be like oh where did you move oh what what kind of restaurants do you have around there and she'll have a great time (laughs) but uh, she will actually she she definitely will yeah you've met her yeah she's that's what she does very unlikely you'll even go along with her yeah like she'll just show up to just go to the restaurants there (laughs) like she makes a point to visit my brother like every month see and, yeah, yeah and, and and my brother lives in fucking modesto and no one should live there no one should live there <laughs> it's, it sucks to drive there and be there yes <laughs> and he lives there uh it's not great got a lot of drugs can't though. even drink the water there <laughs> 
Okay. I, I know because I've done. Ex- I've I've looked at people's thesis papers about like the fucking like radioactive dump shit that they just put around there that sleeps into the water supply. Look, Modesto, because <laughs> I was in because ge- I was working at a geology place. Like I know about this shit. Modesto wasn't the best idea. I've but tested we're... the water at Modesto before. Yeah, it's not good. Oh no, it's not. Don't good. know. Don't even bother with filters. Just fucking buy it shipped in from other better places. <laughs> You can't live in Seattle, but you can drink Seattle. No, <laughs> I don't know if Seattle's a good water place at all. I mean, that's and just I a joke. no, and I get that. Like that's my that's my biggest problem I have yeah. is that I'm gonna leave the country, which is literally like the yeah. most like acts you could do, which is like all of you are dead to me because like you'll ne- why, I'm never gonna was, see you. That's why it's rough at one point when like the, my my out fell through because at one point I thought that like me wander and shell we're gonna get like a larger uh, like a large apartment that we can all split the rent on three ways yeah i'm like yeah that makes it so much easier because there's other people to figure the shit out with me yeah and also i'm not literally alone in a new country uh, or a new, a, new a new state yeah uh but that fell through and i'm like yeah. <laughs> I don't have connections all around the world and stuff like and, that. And I mean, that's my problem too, is that I like, I look and it's like, well, what if I can't find a job that I want yeah. in the country I want to go to? I just have to go to a different country where I don't know anybody. And it's like, I guess I'll just show up off the plane and be like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Could someone take me here? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like it's, it's terrifying. And the hard part is like anybody I talk to that is, that tells me like, you should do it or, you know, like, oh, it'll be great. It's like all of you motherfuckers have had people mm-hmm. to work with. Like you all have partners of some kind or you have family or like it's always been a cooperative effort. It's like you never do this mm-hmm. alone to that extent. And it's like it's really tough because like thinking. Yeah. Again, thinking going to a country where you don't speak the primary language, a country where you don't know anything. You don't know how we, how this country works. I can tell oh, you. Yeah, I, I can't. I can tell you. I can't America even works. relate to your entire decision. Yeah. I, like I look at what you're doing. And I'm like. I'd never do that. Yeah. I would, what no, are you doing? Like, a, a rational person would not do that. <laughs> like, you just decided it's, to do this one day and you stuck with it. I'm like, yeah. And all right. But I, don't, it, I don't get it. It's, but that's the thing is like, it's you terrifying. You see me randomly moving to Dubai on a whim. Like, I'm just going to live there now. Let's well, do this. I mean, it's, again, it's not, for me, it's not like on a whim to that degree. It's not like max. I'm, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure you've but, thought about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've been thinking about it every day yes. for like the last four months. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't, I, I can't relate to any but of it's, this decision. But it's still, I like, it's hard because taking for me, that step it's is... it's still monetary. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, same for me, is because I have to take a step and then go to a country where I have no idea the, the economic balance. I know California 100%, back of my hand. Which is the problem. It's, well, yeah. It's not a good time. No. But the idea is if someone offers me a job and says, hey, I'll pay you... I also just like, desperately want to live in a colder place. <laughs> That's I'm, insanity. It's so hot here all the time. I want to live somewhere hotter. I am hotter. so sick of 110 degree summers. I'm not. Love it. I want to be able to go on walks every day forever. You can. No. Yes. I've actually been like, that's like you talk about like movies and shit. I've been on walks that ruin my day. I just feel <laughs> physically unsafe because I tried to go for a walk and the weather that was way too hot, even with a bunch of water. And I'm just like, what have I done? Also, it gets so hot. Like I've like ruined my feet before. Where I'm just like, oh, cool. I just have to deal with a blister now. Oh. Like, this is my life now. And then you like, yeah. what, do I just not walk for several days? And that's more or less like, no. part of it. Uh, uh, you pop the blister, put a Band-Aid over it, and uh, you're good to go. But it doesn't heal properly. And then it just gets like re-worsened every day if you keep walking every day in the heat and stuff like that. To some degree, yeah. Like it's like, oh, my God, fucking. Uh, we all got blisters the first day of Japan. It's never a problem until it's this like, fucking hot. 
but like for my monetary situation it's like i am comfortable where i am right now in that i when a surprise bad thing happens like when my car got obliterated uh not like in a crash or anything but just like hey it's like hey the power steering is gone well, ready for the most expensive repair you've ever paid for in your entire life i'm like great uh that's not like a uh oh no i'm ruined situation yeah. even though it's like more than a month's rent for one thing i'm like fuck uh because i am i'm comfortable where i am right now monetarily except that the situation i'm right now in is not comfortable yes like the and i don't mean like uh, uh, and, and i don't like i'm not a greedy person that like wants to keep moving up forever and like oh i could always get more and like i yeah like i'm i'm comfortable with relatively little shit but i i literally don't have my own place <laughs> you're not saying like i want a three-bedroom house with like you know like all this all you're saying is like i just want a place that is mine which is, which and is funny because like, you're exactly it says so much about millennials and who we are <laughs> that me. your example of like an extravagant thing to want is what all of our parents have. Yes. A three bedroom a three house bedroom is house. like yeah. what normal Americans had 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, it was your, that was your that was your example of what I thought was going to be you saying like a mansion or something. No, no. And you're like, I'm not crazy. I don't want a three bedroom house like some sort of lunatic. I'll just take one. Yeah. Can I just have a bedroom? <laughs> like, uh, can I afford a fucking bedroom? Like, I really just want like a reasonably air conditioned apartment that has probably fiber because my job. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah. At the, at, once I'm there, I'm like, I've done it, you guys. I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's the yeah that's the incredibly hard part i mean for me i look like for me like luxury at this point looking at my options for moving outside of the u.s is like any if a bedroom too luxurious i ain't got that kind of money like i need i need a i basically need a bathroom Mm -hmm. and a roof that's it If, if it's got a bathroom and a roof fuck man i'm living the life but like to put it where it is right now like i i live in a 10 by 10 room that is almost exterior to the building Right, it is completely attached. It's not a weird addition or anything. It's not like an exterior shed or anything. But yeah. it's a room that where the ceiling and all walls don't attach to the house. There's one wall, which is the door wall, that attaches to the rest of the house and all the rest of its exterior. It has two giant windows that take up two chunks of the two walls on the exterior, and like it just takes in heat from all sides at yeah. all times. And its only air conditioning, if I close the door, is one small vent above the door. <laughs> Which doesn't seem to even do anything, frankly. And I'm trying to, and like, it's 110 degrees during the summer in California. And like, I'm just trying to do my job. And I'm like, I, I'm like baking to death in this yeah. room while I'm trying to record. Cause I like, I have to close the door and have the soundproof foam on the door and shit like that. Just trying to like deal with the privacy of like trying to record in a house other people live in. And like, if I had my own apartment, it's just attached to the air conditioning wherever I go. Yeah. And I don't have to weirdly set up barriers and shit because I'm the only person there. And it's all like a reasonably vented thing. And I don't also weird live exterior. someplace that doesn't have yeah, immense lives, heat. Live somewhere <laughs> colder as, I, as I've been talking before yeah. too. Yeah. And it's like, but it gets even worse. Cause like on top of just like the heat of recording, which like I can kind of deal with it. Just drink tons of water and like shower at the end of the day again to deal with the fact that you've just been slop all day. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, like I, I, I try to sleep and like when it's hot enough, it, I, I can't seem to ever get my room cold enough to like sleep in sometimes. Uh, like I'll have my door open and a fan, like I have a box fan on the floor that I have like either I've tried pointing it into the room and out of the room as far as which way it's blowing. Uh, and I've tried both ways 
yeah, either way works. Trying to emulate yeah. Yeah, computer fans. And I'm just like, I'll tell you, like last night, I was like, I'm going to get to Andrew's place early today. We're going to do the podcast early. It'll be probably have the podcast done at like 1 p.m. And we'll have a whole day of recording and what? stuff like that. Today? Yeah. Yeah, no. And I, uh, I, I, I think it took me like four hours to get to sleep. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why this is the worst night ever. I couldn't even fully place it. It was like, I definitely felt hot. And I wasn't really sure how hot it was in the room. I don't have like a thermometer in the room or anything like that. Yeah. But it was just, it was definitely hot in the room. I took Zequil, which is my, <laughs> one of my emergency break things. Like, okay, it's going to be hard to sleep tonight, but maybe if I just have this, it'll be good. Yeah. And even that didn't work for hours. And I'm just like, I, am I going to sleep ever? <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I had one realization of like, I briefly woke up and realized I had slept for two hours so far and the sun was up. And I'm like, oh, oh, this whole night's fucked. My whole schedule's fucked. Uh, it just, it's, it's not a good living situation, but it's the kind of thing you can afford at my income in California. Yeah. Because everything else is like, if you triple my rent, you get the kind of apartment that people that are only allowed to live in when they're on pension from being retired. Yeah. And then you have to like, add another 400 to that and you get like the low entry level apartments that people live in yeah it's like fuck Pe- like i need to get out of the state the apartments, i need to get out of the state for so many reasons but it's terrifying there's like apartments down the way from my house that cost more money mm-hmm. for one bedroom than my mortgage is and we just want a youtuber house and it just makes no I sense i just want to get like three youtubers together and just rent a house yeah <laughs> which is like because like the, the the costs are so clearly comparable between renting a house and uh and like uh getting an apartment you can like, rent a condo it's easier to do that shit like a condo is a good idea too oh yeah at one Cause... point we were like when we were shopping around like wander and i saw like there was like a two floor thing you could rent yeah out. Where we could literally live a on duplex is another we could, we could good idea. Live on a, we could literally live on a different floors. Yeah, and we'd be paying like only slightly more than I do right now, which is exactly how much I can pay. <laughs> yeah, is a bit more. There's there's a lot of options, not here. Yeah, not in this state. This so right state right now I'm in no the options. awkward stage where I, I am generating extra money, but it's not enough where my income is stabilized as being high enough to just completely change my life. Yeah. But it's high enough that I have like a, a somewhat pooling bank account in the meantime. But I can't. But I'm not crazy, so I'm not going to be like, yeah. I have this extra money. I'll just move to an expensive place and hope my my income equalizes out before my backlog of money goes away. Yeah, which is what some people. Which do. is which is the I'm going to move to L.A. mindset. Yeah, when some is... people pool some money, they're like, I'll just move somewhere else with this extra money I have, even though my income isn't actually that much higher. Yeah, and just hope that my income rises in between the time it's... it takes for my bank account to empty yeah you're basically taking a gamble i mean to my to some extent i'm doing that i will be doing that as well like i'll go over to a country with a job mm. but i have to invest the money to get over there and that's that, scary and that monetary that's, that's part of the reason i'm just letting money pool right now is because i know just moving itself might be one of the most expensive things i've ever done just dealing with some of that part of it depends on yeah. how much i take with it depends me. on how much you take yeah i will take like, I, I, like I, I, at one point i looked at moving vans and their prices and like just and which are a price in their own that's like pretty relatively high yeah. which by the way if you just like fucking even try to ask the website like how much would it cost to go from there to there and like just and they, they're like they're assholes about it yeah like you they'll to, make they'll, they'll you, make you like create an account and shit like that <laughs> just to like they can spam you with emails continue asking about that trip you thought about it. i'm like i just wanted to know the fucking numbers yeah like when you look at the apartment apartment databases they don't make you make a fucking account just so you can see what apartment prices are in seattle or whatever the fuck if you're gonna but, move uh instead of looking into moving vans look into uh shipping crates yeah 
because uh they'll put all your like all your shit on like you put all your shit into a shipping crate and then a truck comes by picks it up and delivers it to your house but it, mm-hmm. it delivers it like uh like they do with the cars where it's just one truck that has a multitude of uh containers and then it's just traveling across the u.s just dropping off containers as it goes and mm-hmm. it's really it's really cheap uh comparatively to like move furniture and versus like a u-haul yeah which is going to end up costing you like close to a thousand for me to be a big question of like just what stuff do i want to even take with me yeah that kind of stuff for me i'm taking like, nothing like i've kept like, my same shitty bed from like my childhood all this time <laughs> because i'm like i because i'm just convinced the moment i move i'm just gonna buy a bed there yeah as opposed to dealing with this one and that's why i've refused to there's a lot of decisions i've refused to do specifically because i'm hoping to move and then get a better one there. Yes. As a, like so, like I've like my bed's a big one. Like I have this awkward thing where like I've like I, I love having a memory foam topper, and I've just stuck with that all this time and on top of my mattress because I'm like I'm not gonna buy a whole new mattress with it just to find out I can't take it with me and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that's it's all a mess. My thing is, uh, yeah, my plan is to just literally take uh a handful of electronics spookily under their desks yeah. all the time I, my plan is to take a handful of electronic objects and uh my clothes and call you're not it even done. planning on taking your computer with you no yeah it's all gonna stay here in storage um and if i find a place like if some if life goes horribly i end up getting married and have to buy a house in a country that life I goes will, horribly yeah. and you get married <laughs> yes if if all goes not according to plan and i'm stuck somewhere then i can just have my stuff sent over to wherever i live mm-hmm. but until then why am i going to take a computer why am i going to take a desk why am i going to take all this stuff to another country when i don't need it I actually don't genuinely need this shit. I don't need to bring it. I can just have a laptop and use that yeah. as a computer. I can have... Well, you love your computer. You spend all your time with it. I do. I spent a lot of money and time yeah. uh, with it. But the problem is... It's all shiny and it has lights on it. Yeah. It, and the weird... I don't know what the fuck this case it's a, is. It's a great case. But you buy cases like an asshole. Yeah, I do. Just so you know. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I get, like, these sleek-looking shapes and shit. You're like, mine's a hot rod. Yeah. I have a race car bed. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, what the... This God, these aren't these aren't anything no. right there's not like this isn't liquid cooled no this these, these are just weird like it's like fake mufflers and shit yeah <laughs> like it's you got, more you got pretend pipes well, on this thing like the, it's a, like it's a hot rod the problem is i want particular fan sizes and those particular fan sizes come with the gimmick of we're gonna the, make it cool looking the dumbest cases yes. ever this alienware bullshit Be- yeah because it's like a hyper case because i want the front open yeah well to an extent you can pull it off oh but uh um, so like there's a fan pointing into this thing it yeah. seems like inefficient to point the fan out of what well, comes sheet. down <laughs> comes down and out seems like it'd be better cooling if it was just open well it's got these vents on the side regardless the idea hey, is shadow welcome uh, to the podcast yeah, welcome to the podcast how you shadow. doing hi the the idea is have that you been noise polluting have you pretty much but yeah, I, I mean, wonder how much they could hear the chewing in the background. It'll be like those. It'll be like those uh, Twilight Imperium uh, episodes where everyone gets mad at me because somebody was chewing ice, and I'm like, I didn't even notice they were doing that in real life. <laughs> and these people are mad in the audio. Well, you never we have, know what stands out and what doesn't. We have time for one more question. All right, question time. We're so and, good at questions, and uh, we are actually. Uh, this is the last one we have. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that we only had three left. Yeah. And this is the one that came in today. Yeah. And they still haven't said. So I, I was like, "Hey guys, you ask questions today." And they they've got one. Yeah, and, uh, it's not even a good question. I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So uh, yeah, when uh, when will you play Zero Time Dilemma? And how high of a chance 
uh, or how how high will the chance of Andrew having a stroke be? Oh. <laughs> I literally don't know if we will ever play a zero time dilemma. I don't know if we'll ever get to zero time dilemma. And if we do, the level of stroke chances that I have are probably going to be far less than I will have just living. <laughs> like just did. Okay. Just my day to day life will give me a stroke more likely than yeah. zero time dilemma. I guess people don't get that this is like, sometimes you're just like doing a show. Yeah. So like. I, I live a very modest life of but, sitting here quietly not doing anything. Like I, I, don't, I don't live <laughs> high octane stressed Andrew. No, I, I just mean like, like <laughs> the yelling and everything like, so, like it's not like made up. I mean, I am mad, but, yeah. Yeah, like, it's not made up. It's But over... still, there is the thing where you're doing a show. Well, it's overplaying, yeah. yeah. I am, ge- like, like, the emotion I'm feeling is genuine. I'm just not feeling it to that level of extreme. Yeah. Like, when I'm extent. upset, I'm not literally upset to the point where I'm throwing my fist through the wall. Yeah. It's just, like... Like, it's not literally made up. Like, it's not, like, a, an act. But also, it is that thing where you're, there's... You're just playing it up. There's somewhat, it the, yeah, it's like a heightened version of yourself just because yeah. normal people don't even talk while playing video games. Yes. Like you don't really express yourself. You kind of just it's, sit there with a dumb blank expression on your face and go, eh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's, it's humans. They zone out and they look like that guy from South Park that was like leaning back and, uh, during the WoW episode. Yeah. That's what people look like when they play video games. For the so most like, part, yeah. By even making yourself speak at all, you kind of change your, the nature of your expression to an extent. Yes. And that's what that is. And, like, you're not genuinely losing your mind or anything like that. No. But, uh... uh I don't, like, I... For I, me, the question is just, like, our... There's a very real chance that by... that Because, like, we, we 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 spent, like, a... It's either six months or a year between 999 and Zero Escape. I don't really remember which one it was. I think it might have been six months of, between us recor- finishing 999 and starting recording Zero Escape. But it was closer to a year by the time people started seeing it. Yeah. But it was somewhere in that margin. We take a break because, frankly, these games are incredibly long and incredibly monotonous. Yeah. And that was only made more true by Zero Escape, which is way worse than 999 for those aspects because of the, the nature of, of, word, the nature yeah. of its structure. Uh, they're like, like, we just need a break to not drive ourselves crazy. Because can yeah. you imagine playing Zero Escape for like a full year straight? I mean, so that's like kind of what it would be like to play them back to back. Well, to, to an extent, though, like if we were do if we if we were play if we played this game back before, uh, back in the day when we recorded every day, yeah, it would be minute detail. It, we would it be would, done it with would it. Be, it'd be easier when we lived in the same city. Yeah, because we would just play it for like two hours and then be like, okay, fuck this, and then we'll and then play move, something then else. Move on to something else. Yeah. But now it's like we meet up once a week yeah. to do it. And we meet up like once that, a week to play like our day. We one. Do the, we do the, game for four hours and yeah. make no progress and it's like a two-hour podcast then four to six hours of this game where like almost nothing ever happens and you do that for like three months it's, yeah it's, it's you do it really enough times brutal. yeah so like we but. reasonably take a break between each game like mandatorily basically and it'll likely be like a year before before we play the next one yeah uh if so we you're not gonna it. you're but not gonna that, see zero time dilemma until like 2019 at some point or 2020 but then you have the like. additional <laughs> then you have the additional problem on top of that which is that like both of us are likely changing our lives in that margin of time. Yeah. And like, I, I just don't know if it'll ever happen. I'll like, have my mic with this me. There's a re- very real question of like, like whether us doing the stuff remotely even has like the same atmosphere at all or works the way it did before. Yeah. And like whether, whether or not any of it works at all. Cause like, 
I feel like because like, I've recorded stuff with you online before, yeah. where like sometimes it works, and sometimes you are like barely there, and like it, the yeah, whole depends. like there's a very real atmosphere change. Like I've like I've always it, I've always been bummed out by the fact that when I record stuff with Wander and Bird, it is it has to be online. Yeah, I would love. I want all of my group let's plays ever to be like us sitting in a room together. I mean, I prefer like if it's that. It's one of those games where you have to play on a computer that's separate from all the other ones. I want a fucking land party recording. <laughs> I want us all like in a. I want, yeah. the, I want the you want the game I want grumps. the achievement hunter setup where like yeah. they have all their computers or, in yeah, one room yeah. and you're all sitting in one room and playing because it's just better. Yeah, the energy is just better. better to be in one room than to be online. Yeah. So the unfortunate thing is that if the third game ever happens, it's going to have to be online. And there's very real concerns of like whether that'll even work. There's technical um, things to figure out, and also the levels of like, like can I maintain Andrew's interest when it's not not even just like let's plays in general, but like a zero escape game online. Yeah, like I've, already in like already in this one, there's moments where you like. I mean, I thought you, like, about you, it. Like, you like you like um, you like wander off. Like you'll like uh, I go get food or something. No, or or like you'll be like I'm gonna look something up online, or like I'm going to like not be looking at the screen at all for periods of the show because i just listen to it there's yeah. no, there's nothing going yeah, on I've, I've caught on to the fact in the, <laughs> like like it wasn't happening in, earlier in the playthrough but later in the parts of the playthrough there's parts where like i can tell you're literally listening for the that means sigma's talking so you know to look at the screen <laughs> yeah. to read the line. <laughs> yeah. and otherwise you're just not looking at the screen i don't need to which to be fair there's very little happening on the screen <laughs> but there's a very real risk of the split attention leading to like lower quality like observation and everything just because you're, you're splitting attention yeah like it's the thing where like you never know how much you are or aren't taking in if you split your attention because there's the problem of like like i've had the thing where like i have two i have two screens so like uh when i'm home i'll be like well, i'll bring something on netflix and then i'll get drawn into the comment section for a second there or discord for a second there and not notice how much i've missed and then i'll realize like what's been happening this episode fuck uh, <laughs> and like that kind of yeah. realization like you never can fully appreciate how much you may or may not be losing if you split your attention and stuff like that and like if you're in a different country on like on top of dealing with the technical problems and the time zone problems and i i literally have no idea what's happening on your end and yeah like the, the like trying to wrangle you for like this like 80 hour adventures in hell I, do, I don't know if it'll work i mean i've i've thought about it because uh, there's a lot of situations well like specifically i do this exact same problem with Naya when yeah. we record stuff and so i've i've been thinking uh about just in general curious solutions to this problem zero escape mm-hmm. is actually an easy one where my solution was i would just load the game on my end and I would because uh, you could play it on your end, yes. and you'd have and, all the audio and everything. Yes, and you could just be and, playing along, and I just hear your voice and just pressing A when you press A. Hmm. So all you know that so, might be hard. It, well, it's a, to sync up the entire all of the dialogue with each other. Well, the thing is, is that we don't really have to sync it up because all I need, because all I need from the game is I just need to know when it's my turn to say something, which I can do by simply just pressing A and going through it. Yeah, but the, the problem is that the whole thing where we keep doing asides and all that other stuff is like, how do you know when to press A all the time without because, me literally saying it? No, because constantly? I'll hear because the idea is I would hear your game audio. I just won't. You just won't need a screen share. I'll have my screen up. I'll hear your game audio. The moment I hear someone talking, I'll just press A. Go to the next screen. You're talking about a setup where you can hear my game but can't see my game. Yes. This gets so confusing. Because seeing the game... As, as you it, might imagine, it gets incredibly complicated yeah. to try to play a not-online game 
via somebody with somebody who's online for co-commentary is it's tough bruh. but uh i mean there's ways to make it work uh yeah it just takes a the little bit is of whether after you go through all these hoops if the show's good or not like whether it's even a watchable thing oh yeah there's like, a lot of our, there's a i'm lot sure of if, if we keep doing stuff online i'm sure our initial tests will be something that is like a throwaway exper- experiment game yeah that no one cares about just to see if it even works yeah it's like it's like I don't know. There's yeah, just a very real risk that the moment you move that that's just the end of our saga of couch things, and at at, at best you you join the the crew, not yeah. probably not the crew because of time zone problems, but you just become another person that I play with the way I play wa- games with Wander and Bird. Yeah, which is you play online multiplayer games exclusively, and you play them as a cooperative or competitive experience, and there is no co-commentary thing anymore which is the basis yeah. of what we've done for all these years and i think uh like the, the like the version of us that plays like alone in the dark 2008 and is sitting on a couch and just doing experiencing the game like that might not be a thing that happens anymore and yeah that that kind of stuff is like i've been trying to think of solutions to it but yeah there's a lot of just you just have to throw your arms in the air and go like these things just we'll can't just be fixed see. yeah yeah because you just don't know until you're doing it whether the commentary even like works ultimately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing all I can do is like I'll have my equipment because uh, it's just a mic. Yeah. I'll have my equipment and I'll have a computer that can record properly. But, you know, it's you, also, like, you also just there's also like delays. Well, that's the thing like that. is like there's del- that's why yeah. I'm saying like I'm trying to find solutions to compensate for delays and compensate for like one of the things, things I saw was like uh, Mandalore Mandalore Gaming's new video was about like a mod for a Dawn of War. OK. And he, ha- he sometimes will cut to live to live commentary, like little moments that he was recording. And you'll see you'll realize he's in a lobby with other people that are watching what he's doing and he'll react to something like, oh, my God. And then like five seconds five full seconds later you then hear people react to it when they finally see it like that's the whole thing it's like yeah ah it's just it's never the same and like it's such a pain they ask that there's there's reasons why uh every time i we like i'll I'll propose it wander will propose it and like spider even used to propose it because spider used to try to do a whole show that was like this uh it always falls through whenever we talk about plans for like a local commentary style thing via the internet like it's this there's so many things that make it worse oh yeah i mean uh i've experienced this enough times in uh and justin justin some like just i play because you record stuff with naya via the internet and even that registers its own other separate uh technical uh, problem which is that the the solution is so convoluted it started started to fuck up your recording itself and make that unusable and you're yeah. like oh fuck there's an additional problem that's happening now it, it's yeah it's nightmare and then you get uh, unusable footage as a result and things like that or you yeah. have to spend like 50 hours fixing a 10 minute clip because yeah. all the audio is all fucking up oh yeah it's it's, like, uh, it's a pain but the thing is is that uh there there's solutions but like surprisingly like i've been playing or i've been streaming um playing uh playing mmos i played mm-hmm. uh i was playing uh elder scrolls online with a friend and even Which, by the way subscribe to twitch.tv slash the sad games if you want to see andrew streaming i do it every you day it's because it's not on his youtube nope uh he's banned from streaming on youtube because of the porno videos <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound a lot worse than it is <laughs> he uploaded episodes of mirror and they're like you can't do that Here's a strike that you can't contest. Fuck you. So you just yeah. have features, entire features, second one, such by the as way. streaming, are just deleted from your channel, and you can't do them until the t- time expires. Yeah. And this is the second strike that they gave me for a mirror so the, video, so but the, they gave it to me 
after the first strike left. So it was like, hey, so they're not, back. they're not stacking, right? No, because three strikes, your channel's deleted. Yeah, but, but so they're not stacking. You currently have one stack. Yes, yeah. I only have one. Yeah, and then the, one, the moment one left, they're like, "You have a new one now." And I was yeah. like, well, "No, because then you just banned me from streaming for six months." And it's like, "Yeah, it's fine." So if you want, so so follow Andrew on twitch.tv slash the sad games if you want to older yourself because there's like no one there half the time. Yeah, no one. You over can there. just talk at him like directly. I'm trying to he be. Can be all yours. Trying to be an affiliate, but I have to <laughs> have to have a whole number of average viewers first. <laughs> you have less than one average viewer. Yeah, <laughs> you have like point nine average viewers. Yeah. It's like oh fuck, it's life. But uh, uh, I mostly just do it to play. It's just like I'll be playing something stupid. Yeah, and just streaming it. But no, I play. Yeah, playing. I was playing. You play, Elder... M- you play MMOs and battle royales and yeah. Overwatch. I was basically. playing uh, Elder Scrolls, and yeah, even that, we're playing the same game. And it's not like we're playing on any kind of delay. Like he lives, he lives like an like what a state up. Yeah. So it's like the same. There's not like it's not inter you know intercontinental internet transmissions. And intercontinental we're, internet. And we're not. It's not like I'm streaming my screen to him. He's playing the game, and I'm playing the game. But the game itself is still like I have to wait for him to react because I will accidentally press X too early, and mm-hmm. so it will start a cutscene of some kind, and I'll see something happen. I have to go like. Oh, and I have to wait for him to react. Yeah. And it's like, ah, you got it now. That's the whole like, life. Yeah, that's the life that happens constantly with whenever, whenever I group up with, uh, like, I I do like Wander Bird and Shell or some configuration there within on some MMO or something. Yeah, and you were in some of those too. Where like, if it was anything besides Old Republic, basically. We'd have the weird problem of just like everyone experiences cutscenes at different times or talks to people at different times or voice acting happens at different times. Or like you click on this guy and you get whisked away into like a weird cinematic with a swooping camera that goes on. And like and everyone will be reacting to what happens in the cutscene at different times or like yeah. we'll be wandering around and waiting and sitting there quietly, but also not doing anything on our screen while we wait for the other people to finish their cutscene because you don't want to talk over their cutscene. But you just finished 30 seconds ago. Yeah. And like, it's all such a fucking nightmare. A good example. I is love if- the show shared dialogue in old republic by comparison just because it fixes that if you go to if you go on youtube and you search Especially up the holograms uh oh yeah the fix everything They're like oh yeah. you're, not, you're not anywhere near the dialogue happening but you can press the hologram button to join the dialogue as a hologram yeah and you can all experience it together every time I'm like yes. yeah it's a great system i'm so i was so mad that everyone else <clears throat> didn't want to keep playing old republic because it's the best mmo to let's play i think wow is also a good compare uh, is good enough uh most of the instances tend to be on the same time because yeah. like the moment you kill a boss, the person shows up for everyone. Well, once uh, you get to Legion, there's a lot of really weird, but, but Legion, yeah, a lot of weird cutscene well, quests. Yeah, happening. Legion has a lot of in-game like mid-mission cutscene stuff, and that starts getting yeah. convoluted. But or you start um, getting into multi-stage instanced story missions. Yes, where all of you are just experiencing a different part of the mission at any given moment because you just got to the next thing and shit's chaotic, yeah. and you're not even playing a multiplayer game anymore, but you're all trying to record together. <laughs> yeah. It's if you want to know what it's like trying to play video games with like three people and there's different reaction times, like go on YouTube and search up a reaction video compilation Mm -hmm. and you will see the nightmare atrocity of like you have six different people reacting to the same video clip, but they're all on a delay. And even though all the videos start with the video clip starting at the same time that they're watching they all just have different reaction times. They all react to the thing in a different, like everyone just like, I could see someone get backstabbed and I go like, Oh, okay. But then it hits me. I'm like, Oh wait, that was that guy who got backstabbed where it's like, 
Yeah. Someone can watch it immediately and go like, that was that guy who got backstabbed. I and mean, you're like, there's this huge, everyone just, yeah. Reacts at different times. Yeah. And being on a couch is so much different because that happens instantly. I say like, yeah, there's, oh, there's, that's that guy. And you're like, the, that's no, a guy? Oh, also shit. The, there's also the no one's listening to each other thing. Yes. Where you talk about like, why are, why are they all talk over each other? And no one understands what anyone says. Because we all hate each other. Going on. And it's like. When when we're playing like like yeah like Deadly Premonition I mean not Deadly, uh, Alone in the Dark and stuff we're just we're sharing one screen yes we're experiencing the same thing at the same time and we're next to each other and we can talk directly to each other and it's like yeah. a different thing but like last night I was playing uh, Dark Souls Remastered with Durf Bird and Wander and like we aren't in Dark Souls you're not even in the same world as each other at the time because it's so convoluted to summon each other and everything yeah. like that and so like we're trying to give Durf directions of how to get to the depths and like and we told him how to get to the depths and I and we told him multiple times and he heard none of the explanations and it's because like it's such a cloud of talking yeah there's four people seeing four different screens and processing what's happening on their screen and their own particular world and multitasking and like buying their upgrades and shit like that and navigating their world while four people are talking and it's just it's it's no human can fully parcel that half the time and like it's such a weird mess and like you'll see this in any you'll see this in anything like achievement hunter or any multiplayer let's play slash stream where each person has their own computer and yes. playing a separate world from everybody else is that they will just not register what each other is saying like half the time yeah and that's just because part of the like, part of, that's just part of the difference between that and like our zero escape experience of like hanging out on one screen and just be, like being a thing and it, it all goes at the pace of what we want to go and like yeah. we'll have these asides and everything like that whole dynamic there's a super hard to replicate artificially there's a the internet there's a big deep uh black hole of stuff involving let's playing yeah uh so basically if you want to save the show uh donate us so much money that we make like fifty thousand dollars a year and then i can get a place and i can also i mean like fifty thousand dollars a month no that's not that's too much i don't know some fifty thousand dollars a month i don't know money <laughs> that's like philip defranco style I don't know, like, some large amount of money per month i haven't really done the math trying here. to run for president what no, are you gonna do i need, I need so much money per month that i could get my own place that also has like an office type recording area we can use and i can hire you which you would probably agree to if i if you just fucking floated for it i guess and yeah if it was like game grubs I'm like hey i'm hiring you because i have the money to do that yeah okay. and you'd be like yeah fuck it i'll play video games with you so that's how you save the show uh, as you can tell it's rather doomed yeah you need roughly <laughs> that's basically the only way to keep this going we wouldn't be able to live in cal yeah it couldn't take place in we california can't even afford to live in the same town as each other right now that's yeah. how that's what we've been fighting through so far and that's about to go away yeah it's, it's amazing how you, many monetary things get in the way of just trying to do a basic show that's money, why so many youtubers are solo or they're so rich they just hired all their friends yeah so, uh money is basically a blight the yeah you you would need roughly about like twelve twelve hundred dollars mm -hmm. to make that functional like because you need to rent your own place to live but then you need enough to pay someone else to afford to live like but then you lot, need to pay like a lot of money like the rent on a building that you work in including all the utilities and the internet and then that same thing for your home you need a lot of money um and it's, it's a it's a nightmare that i've not even tried to process yet because yeah. it's literally a fantasy think of, not think of it on the it's like an, teeth level. it's all like an impossible fantasy thing that isn't even like, in the scope of what i can imagine happening yes I mean, it, it basically won't happen it would yeah it would need to be like you would either need to somehow well it's not unreasonable again you have to if you put it into a ridiculous like a ridiculous perspective yeah if every single if even half of your subscribers all donated one dollar 
you would have enough money every month to do whatever the hell you wanted. Well, yeah, because half my half my subscribers donating one dollar a month would be twenty five thousand dollars a month. <laughs> but think about that. <laughs> that would be so like, much money. That but, uh, but people don't. That, that many people don't even watch a video I make, though. So I know. It's like a lot of them aren't active in the begin to begin yeah. with, or they're here on a whim or whatever. And, yeah. But even and they're, and, and they're watching me so rarely that I'm spread amongst a hundred people they watch, and they can't reasonably support everyone they like with a dollar and stuff like. Like, there's a lot going on. But no, I'm but just saying. Are, but there are people that will just not support anything. Yeah, but I'm saying there there is that. It's just that concept level that you have to uh, accept, which is like again, yeah, twenty thousand like it's a twenty thousand people donating a dollar would solve all the problems. But yeah. how many people do you need as a subscriber to a com like to accumulate? that so much money people. you know like it's like because you imagine if game grumps had a patreon if they threw up a patreon what it like based on their subscriber number would I don't even like, know man would they have more <laughs> than 50 percent of subscribers donating at least a dollar or would it be like an amazing amount of 10 percent of subscribers that they yeah. have for donating a dollar and this is why like i uh there's part of me that's like i get it when i see like the, all the channels that like morph their channel and pander and change their identity and yeah. go crazy and they get wildly successful. Oh, yeah. Like I'm in a discord with a bunch of YouTubers and many of those people, I saw their channels become a different channel over the course of like a year. Yeah. Where their the thumbnails massively changed, their content massively changed. And they, well, a lot of them, what they did is they, they skewed for way younger audiences and they got wackier and highlightier and their thumbnails started having like their face looking shocked in them and the same like really really bright bubble font with like the game name and stuff like yeah. that and like it's happened it's like so many channels have just completely rebranded and the reward for rebranding was some people were kind of mad for a bit and then they just made way more money yeah and so like on some level i get why people do that like it's a super big bummer to like betray your audience and just do a completely different thing but at the same time like it's your it affects your whole life yeah and like so like it, it's your business and you're literally making the same choices that make your life better and i'm like uh, uh i'm literally incapable of doing that like i can't yeah like that's like for me basically i, like, I literally I, I can't i can't work at a restaurant <laughs> and i can't like i'm bad at interacting with people because i can't do like greeting card interactions yeah where like i'm just like like force on a smile and i'm like hey how's it going buddy like whenever i go to these uh family get-togethers i feel so odd because i'm just like i'm just like i'm here now hello would you like to talk about you something were... please talk to me about just, something it's we so just, weird I, I need to just start cause... a conversation because i can't just be like we need, we need a thing to talk about please because i can't just be like i'm gonna do polite happy yeah. small talk about i'm just gonna make up and that's, that's always weird to me because like I I can oops, I can do that no I can't I can, I can just show up and just be talking to strange I don't even I still don't even know who that person was I was I talking like, to at your I can't like fake responses to things I don't know who that person was either I don't know they weren't my family or friends yeah, like, I don't know who was, that was person somebody, was there was some other person but I had there. like a fifteen minute conversation yeah, with this guy like Dubai about Dubai yeah and I the, that's something I can do at least because it's like just a conversation is happening yeah but like I can't just like like f make like just reactions uh, and just like yeah just be like the life of the party or whatever the fuck like i mean it's kind of it, to I, some I, degree I it's like acting. a topic to happen or like something. that's the thing is no. like you, you look at those people like again you look at pewdiepie whenever Mark i try to do that stuff i just hate myself like cinnamon toast ken <laughs> those, those aren't people which people are like people are like you need to be more like cinnamon toast ken and i open a cinnamon to toast ken video i'm like i'm revolted <laughs> I, i'm like i'm mad that's shots fired like you saw the one I linked, right? Yeah. What, what, oh, game yeah. Was it? what game was that, that I linked? I don't even remember what game it was. It was I... not a wacky game, right? No. It was like a serious game, if I remember correctly. And it was Zero like... Escape. 
Was, oh yeah, it was Zero Escape. He was literally playing oh, wait, Zero no, Escape. Yeah, he was playing Zero Escape, and the video I looked, I clicked on. He's like, "Hey everyone, it's Cinnamon Toast Can!" And then like it zoomed in on his mouth, and it warped, and did that meme thing where it, like does the bubble bulge, and yeah. then he, like high pitched voice over his voice, and I'm like, "Fuck off!" Like I was then, literally just like, "Ah!" And then like, is mid- that what the twelve year olds like? Yeah, and then like he's like playing. It's, it's like infuriating. He's like playing the game, and who? <laughs> But like mid, yeah, it's like <laughs> like you make that laugh, but it's like that. So what they're really doing? Yeah, like, but it's like mid conversation. It's almost like he has a fucking hot bar. Like he has some kind of contraption next to his. I, desk I clicked through a, a few and, different episodes, and every episode starts with him like warping the camera and making a voice as he introduces himself. And it's like, oh fuck, I am like, I can't look at the video. Yeah, like I can't process the video because the first seconds of the video immediately poison the well for me. Where I'm just like, I oh my god, I, I hate you. It's I hate well, and this isn't a judgment of him as a person because no. I've never, I haven't even literally watched his content. He's yeah. like, can't get past the intro where I'm just like revolted by the thing that it's like this. It's like uh, if it's like it's like you start with PewDiePie, like hey, everybody, it's PewDiePie, and it's like that's like PewDiePie. where it's just like a live unedited, like oh he went a little high for a second when he introduced himself. Yeah, like that's like Bulbasaur. And Cinnamon Toast Ken is like Venusaur, <laughs> or like maybe the Super Pokemon like fourth evolution temporary evolution they made. You know those ones? What are those called? Uh, the, Omega, the, the Mega Evolutions. Yeah, oh, yeah, like Mega evolutions. Cinnamon Toast Ken's like the Mega Evolution of Bulbasaur, where it's like it keeps going further, and now he's got now he's like it's like the Digimon thing where he's like a knight for some reason when he used to be like a cuddly stuffed animal. Now he's a knight in armor. I'm like, like how did this get this far? Like this is so many mutations it's, past yeah. the thing that was kind of annoying before, and it's like it's so many levels more annoying and my and thing it, is it like, must be even more effective <laughs> it, yeah it just and like my uh, my main thing was like i got through the intro and i was like wow that was really tough yeah and then the, the man i'm exhausted yeah i was like that was a lot of work and then immediately i was like okay well let's see the game like let's see how he plays the game he like presses one he like presses a mm-hmm. a line goes through and then it like cuts to his face like, yeah and he's like what and i was like what wait where'd the game go why are you here go yeah, away yeah it's just like like the crazy reaction it's like it's like he has a he has like a fucking bar like they do in tv and he's like cut to camera two cut to camera three cut to camera three yeah. and it's like and he just keeps cutting to different like, f- like, like cameras for, for me and i'm like we like it's like what the fuck is happening i could see us having face cam for something like zero escape just to like because it's us hanging out and reacting and everything, but like it would never be that fucking insane. No, the types not, of reactions yeah. YouTubers have, I'm just like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, I have face cam when I stream, but it's just mostly for you know, like just the personableness of like it. For me, like sometimes I'll do like I'll sing a song and I'll be like, I'm just gonna fucking gulp down all the embarrassment and just not acknowledge it and just power through. And I'm like, I couldn't do that full time. I do that for like. A 50 second clip sometimes yeah i'm just like oh i hated doing that like i'm I'm having fun with it but also like i'm just like for all the parts of it that are embarrassing about the whole performance and everything and i'm like i can't i can't even imagine just like the entire video being something i'm always embarrassed by yeah like i'm just embarrassed by everything i'm doing because then you have to go and edit it yeah and that's the worst part that's a lot of editing yeah to just really highlight how like that's the thing is like he puts so much effort into like (sighs) zooming his face in or doing these warps and the thing that bothers me is i'm like but you don't put any effort into the playing of the game what i'm like that's the whole point what i'm basically (laughs) saying is i can't be steve from blues clues Which is what a lot of YouTubers are. Yeah. They have to be that full time. What's that, Blue? There's a clue? They're just doing a wow. bizarre, like, act yeah. thing. 
I can. Like, I can't go there. I, I, I do can't that. Be that. Like we talked about, I but do that to being some extent. That makes you a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> to some extent, I do that with my anger. But the problem is, like, doing it positively is just not possible. I cannot be that hyped for nothing. Like, I. It's it's, it's like it's some crazy uh, stuff. Another person is Jacksepticeye is like unhumanly hype for things. Or like that that the top of the morning to you that can crack glass. Yeah. <laughs> like it goes so it's high. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. It's like boy. like why are you doing this? And it, the problem is like he's I watched And one, I'm like, like I'm just not in the demographic, so I'm just no. like, I don't even know why why is he doing this? Yeah, but like I watched one video like I actually sat and watched an entire video of his. And I Whereas, just like I know that if I showed somebody my red letter menu video or whatever, like I that I happened to watch a given day, they'd be like this is boring. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. Stupid. But, like, I, I watched one of his videos and I was exhausted. <laughs> like, actually exhausted by the end of it. Whereas, like, he had so much energy that I didn't want because yeah. it was clearly fake. But I was just like, could, like, I was hoping that there might be, like, a like you, some lull in this high octane, like, hype mode that yeah. he would just kind of tone down and be like, oh, what are we doing? Are we just playing the game? But he's, whole time, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we going? And I'm like, just fucking don't stop. Like, stop doing coke. Just like, take the... It's probably telling that, like, the most... The single most, like, hype, crazy, outlandish live-action thing I watch on all of YouTube is probably iDubs? <laughs> like, and that says I mean, a it lot, is right? High, like, I was watching his... It's squirrel, high energy, but I was it's watching like, his, his squirrel video with, like, the lettuce launcher and yeah. stuff, and it's like... He's still just speaking completely in deadpan and just, like... Just doing this thing that is just an absurd concept. Yeah. But he's not like losing his well, mind and literally exploding on camera. Well, because like, like, the thing about are. iDubs is that he's he's overreacting with his actions, not with his words. Yeah. So when he talks to you, he's talking to you regularly in a sense. But what's happening on the screen is not okay. So I just it's I just like, I just felt his pain when he did the lettuce launcher and just saw the mess he was going to have to clean up that was not planned. <laughs> Did you see that video yeah. where the whole room's just coated in like weird lettuce sludge because it just blew up wrong and he just that's his life now and it's all like hyper textured detailed like cabinets and shit like not not, not even like a flat wall you wipe down but like it's all of his kitchen cabinets yeah. and I'm like oh there's so many little details and nuggets of shit where you're just not gonna get it and you're gonna find lettuce later yeah oh. it's but it's just a that's the thing though is that you have to a lot of the people that you see that are successful are not real people and you have to you have to accept it's just like movie stars it's like bruce willis isn't actually john mcclain like he doesn't i guess that's part of my problem is that the, like, all, all of popular YouTube is Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. And, and I, Kevin yeah. Hart was funny for like a couple movies. And then I was like, I'm done with this forever now. Yeah. But YouTube is that forever. <laughs> it's like, it's really interesting to watch like the... YouTube is just Happy Madison films. <laughs> like that's literally what all the top YouTubers are. Are it just is, people it is you really can see in that watching lineup. all the top YouTubers and like the Logans and shit like that. Or the Pauls, I mean... And then looking at like my Keith's recommended videos playlist and like what different planets those two yeah like represent. H bomber guy and Shammy and like <laughs> you're looking at people who are again like there there's absurdist actions going on but or the like, tone I'm like, hey guys remember Film Cow I still watch Film Cow Sognog the Hardhog Sognog I love that video <laughs> it's yeah that but I don't know it's tough YouTube is tough you have to make a lot of sacrifices if you want to 
be I'm hyper just, successful. I'm just powering through with but, sticking with what I've got. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll plateau and in my in my paradise of being Northern Lion. <laughs> Where I'm just, I've reached the You'll maximum. You'll make enough to survive. I just reached the maximum equilibrium of whatever the fuck my tiny niche is. Yeah. And I'm like, this is it. This is my life now forever. <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Meanwhile, I'll be in some random country shouting at locals <laughs> about anime. Meanwhile, I'm just in the slow climb up still, which has both been faster than I ever imagined it being and also still like just years of not being able to make any changes <laughs> like yeah. it's 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 always like a it's, i'm always surprised by how well things have gone and also still impatient that like but like i don't want to i don't want to i'm ba- i'm still i'm baking in this room please <laughs> please <laughs> i mean to to my perspective like i just look at it as a time thing where i'm like i'm almost yeah. 30 what am i gonna do yeah like whereas for you like you, you know? yeah we we both started this when i was we were like 21 and 22 yeah and yeah you're like you're about to be 30 and i'm about to be 30 a year later yeah and it's like it either has to go somewhere or, or not yeah it's like i have is, to for me it's gradually going somewhere but not enough where it's like I, it's hard to justify it to other people when i talk about what my job is yeah to justify that yeah this is a reasonable income source haha <laughs> uh and for you it's like it's just not making any money yeah it makes like, no it just money didn't go anywhere and, and at some point you like you I, just I, gotta move on I have to adult and we just have to get over the fact like it might be the end of the content we've made for all these years because yeah. at some point like it's not going anywhere yeah that's like, the like even within my channel like i make like i like i like making the andrew content and there's like a sub following within my audience that that's that's psyched about the andrew content that's weird and there's people that love to see the you show up in videos but it's provably true that like the stuff that anyone else is in like wander or bird or you or anyone almost always does worse than the other content on my channel but yeah of course people largely subscribe for, for that you. content yeah that's how they find me generally uh so that stuff always does worse the one exception really is 999 <laughs> which is like the amazing thing is like everyone's like why are you playing those games and why do you, if you hate it and i hate it and i'm gonna keep hate watching you hate playing this game that's <laughs> why it, we're doing it because you keep hate like, watching us yeah, like and that's hate watch views are good 999 <laughs> is like the most successful andrew series outside of tokyo jungle like like it's tokyo it, jungle that, never never forget never forget that's the horrifyingly successful series yeah. yeah uh yeah the uh the 999 series did so well and part of it is that it's it's, it's controversial opinions so people are yelling at us and yeah. all that engagement is in dislikes and anger makes the videos get promoted even more to the point where we become one of the top promoted 999 playthroughs and stuff we're winning based on your spite and ire for us but the thing is like, <laughs> like despite all that negativity you might think like oh it's a hated series right no no so the whole time we're playing 999 everyone's people are being hyped about like when's the next episode coming out like oh yeah. this makes my day every day i'm like oh i'm gonna be so sad when this is over like people love those playthroughs i mean we're having fun it's just they do it's just we that just they hate the them video, yeah <laughs> like people that's the people love those playthroughs and we're also having fun making the videos yeah it's, we if you haven't been paying attention since 2011 it's kind of what we do the two of us often like we play good games too sometimes on do purpose we? yeah we <laughs> when do, when do we do that we do play good <laughs> games uh but we also have a whole formula where we will play a game that's bad on purpose and just kind of go through it yeah and that's like our whole thing it's the fun I don't know people noticed and yeah people will defend everything yeah like people like our sonic 06 playthrough and our, our alone in the dark 2008 Ooh. playthroughs People talk to us in those comments like like we're the crazy ones for thinking they're bad games. Alone in the Dark is unexcusable. And, yeah, it's amazing. Like people are, and, and and people love you all the blame on us. Yeah, it's like 
it, the comments on 999 are not special. No. That that counter all the counter arguments and shit and proving us wrong and all that crap happens on every bad game we play. But the difference is there's a lot of you on 999. Yeah. There's a lot of you but who just still, but but they're wrong. Yeah, well, cuz we can keep, we keep proving most of them wrong well, about, it's like, about everything. whether they're right or wrong. It's just like that's why they do so well. It's cuz yeah. there's so many people who want to express those opinions about how wrong we are. But we're just having a yeah. shit-ass time. We're just like... Although, half the time, the, com- the comments just cheat half the time anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, they'll be like, Andrew got mad at this puzzle, and Andrew got mad at that puzzle. But that puzzle is one you guys couldn't solve, and that one's a puzzle that it was too easy to solve. It's like, wow, it's like they don't know what they want. What a contradiction. It's like almost like context matters, and things can be bad for different reasons. But also, like... I just want it's also an individual person's opinion. Yeah. And like what Andrew and I say are not the same thing also and all these other things. It's like, (sighs) and usually you're right. You just proved the entire series because you did like a green text little thing for a second (laughs) where you're like bracket this thing bracket this thing. I win. (laughs) That's like half the comments. It's like you uh, argued uh, like a true fortune. Welcome to the congratulations. You're the. The, the downfall of society. <laughs> Oof. Congrats. <laughs> well, that's all the time we've got for today. Thank you for tuning in. Everyone um, will die. We are. You will die. We are 100%. Everything you love will die. Well, that's the that's the moral of this podcast. It's the moral this episode. of most things in life. Is, yeah, but that's also explicitly the moral of this podcast. Yes. It's just the temporary nature of all things that you enjoy. Yes. Hooray. Um, speaking of temporary nature, we are out of questions. So if you have more questions, yeah, go ahead and seriously, send them to like, us. No one sad. actually asks us questions. What is it? We go through them so slowly that we still had some left, but yeah. that was actually not a lot of questions and we're no. all out now. What is the email? Sad. Uh, sit and discuss sit, podcast sit at gmail.com there you go it's in the description yes so it's in the description if you, if you can't probably. find it it's in the description i think it's also on the soundcloud not in the description of the video itself but i think it's in like the sidebar or something but if you can't find it on soundcloud or itunes or whatever you can just go to our youtube version of the podcast and you can copy it from there if you can't remember what the po- the email is yep ask and us questions please don't ask us will you play game because like, the answer is always maybe. When we, yeah, like when you play, <laughs> yeah. when you say stuff like, like when you play something like, if you like, if you will you play God of War twenty eighteen? The answer is almost always like, I don't know. I'd like to maybe if it works in the schedule, maybe someday it could. Because yeah. like, I, I I like I I do this and, and it's an actual maybe. There is no yes yeah. or no like uh, I, subtext I, I do here. This and it's wan- just and Wander's starting to get close to this also. And like, there's just like a there's a thing where you got to like force yourself not to say yes. Because there's, like, infinite games, practically, that you would like to play. Yeah. But, like, unless you have time powers, it's, like, there's too many. Did you see a a relevant... I don't have a hyperbolic time chamber, (laughs) so I can't just play every single game that came out this year that I'd like to play. That reminds me of... Whether uh, I like to or not. The tweet uh, Jim Crawford did. Did you you see that one? Where he said, um, he was talking about... You said you cleaned it up. You lied to me. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> you the, super uh, lied. It's right there. No. The, uh, <laughs> he he made a tweet about the uh, the idea that someone he was talking to somebody and their response was, "What would happen? Like, would it actually be an impact if no one made games for a year? It wouldn't affect me. It would affect nobody. I'd be like, cool, how could it affect now? You? I They're... can play all the Devil May Cry games and the Silent Hill games, yeah, and, and the Yakuza games, and the and I'm like, I have such a like impossible. Was, I, yeah, like." 
that was Jim's argument. It was that like, oh my god, I yeah. have so many games that yes, if if all companies cease I'm, existing, I'm, I'm like fucked. Like I have like two thousand games on Steam. I've got countless other games everywhere else. Yeah, I've got like. If you just ignore every indie game I want to play and every interesting title, there's just like the franchises. Yeah. Like I want to play the Devil May Cry series. I want to play the Resident Evil series the or the Silent Hill series. Like, you know, like the first four of each or something like that. That that area of the franchises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I want to play the Bayonetta games. I want to play the Metro games. I want to play the... What's the name of the Russian like post-apocalyptic series? Stalker. Stalker. I want to play a Stalker series. Like there's entire franchises I want to play, each of which are like three to five games. Yeah. And there's many of those. I want to play all the Metal Gear Solid games on my channel. All the Metal Gear games, even maybe. And maybe not. The Nest one the Nest ones actually look kind of like they're not fun anymore, yeah. honestly. But I want to play every Metal Gear Solid on my channel. I'd love to. It's like But, but like, where does little, this time? literally me playing every Metal Gear Solid game back to back would be a time slot of my channel accounted for for an entire year yeah like that's how long it takes to play some of this stuff and it's like every yakuza game the yakuza games take like two months each trying to play the entire franchise might take two years like it's like it, the, the video games are fucking long there's a lot there's so many of them yeah. and there's an impossible backlog like i play and every time i play any game in any series everyone's like when are you can play the whole series yeah like i played silent hill one and i'm like i'm not against playing every silent hill but like there's a fuck there's like 10 of them like 10 silent hills four if you count the good ones but there's like 10 of them and also people can't make up their minds if there's two or four good ones or three or what whatever people go back and forth a lot of people cut it off after the room even four is still a lot of game yes. to play it's a lot of like, game to play yeah like it's and i'm just like i uh, i don't know but yeah so like part of me is like maybe i'll play like right now i'm playing pathologic yeah and pathologic i've checked other people's youtube channels and when i, I see that they, they tend to take like 50 to 70 episodes to beat one campaign of it and has three campaigns because pathologic has three characters that all go into the same town and you so you're in the same map okay but every single quest is different which is neat kudos that every camp like every character has different mechanics it's great a different storyline and literally different side quests not even the same side like that's so much content yeah and i'm like cool but also like is is Pathologic Two also going to have three campaigns? Because <laughs> I was literally like, I should beat Pathologic before Pathologic Two comes out. Wouldn't that be nice? And I'm like, fuck. I'm gonna, I might play this game for 150 episodes, and then Pathologic Two for 150 episodes. Or like, I'm like, part of me is like, do I? Can I beat Devil May Cry One, Two, Three, and DMC before Devil May Cry Five comes out? Whenever that comes out. I'm like maybe, maybe but that, I might have to play them all back to back. Yeah, like Zero Escape franchise, like Zero uh, Nine 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 took like 52 episodes. Zero Escape might take 100 episodes, and the other ones probably somewhere in between those. It's like fuck. Yeah, and like this conversation is all you'll get. So just watch this conversation that we just had again. If you ever are inclined to ask me, like, are you gonna play this game one day? I'm like, it's always like, unless it's like Madden 2012, where I'm like. <laughs> no why like uh, sometimes that'll be my response but the va- a, yeah. lot, a lot of the time if it's something you're in my, if you're in my audience you're probably suggesting something i might be interested in yeah i probably already know about it i'm it's, well but there's nothing, it's, but there's no problem with just it's not about whether you know about it or not it's, just it's, go check the list yeah. there's a it's list not that fine exists. to point out that a game exists though pointing out a game that exists is fine because that's just yeah i can know about more games but it only adds to the list uh but don't ask me if i will play a game because it's like it's it's just, there's so many video games yeah and it's like people act like it's like 
like people would act like you're crazy like what's this mysterious force that stops you from playing the game you want to play so bad it's like it's all the other games i want to play just as bad it's the thing you experience every moment of life it's called yeah. time there is a limited quantity get a nice old door with one of those like hilarious shaped keyholes you can see through yeah and just try to push a watermelon through it that's what it's like to try to play the video games you want to play yeah just try to push the whole watermelon in there and you'll learn an important word that day called bandwidth <laughs> bandwidth well that's all see we you guys got. next time ask us questions yes please. ask us questions otherwise we just have to hope we have a topic for next time which frankly we they spawn out of nowhere so yeah. it happens and donate all of your money to keith i didn't think we'd be talking about mother's basement today but it at happened. least 10 percent of your income <laughs> a tithe <laughs> yeah <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye let's get hype no no hi guys it's Don't. Andrew ah. today. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's time for 